Mike, did you did you bite the bullet? Or did you uh, did you create a character in Final Fantasy fourteen? You gonna do it? I honestly forgot that was a thing that happened last night. Wait, did Mike buy it? I mean, it's free. No. You can try it. You can play up to like the first expansion for free at this point. Uh, but you, you, have to, you have to pay. You have to pay for the monthly thing, or not until you get past that exp- expansion point. So you can try out the game up through the first. I think it's the first expansion. I don't know. So it's like it's, it's a good amount of free content if you want to try the game before you have to start paying for it. Um, you can download it on PlayStation, Todd. No, I know. I saw it on there a while ago. I uh, I put a couple hours into it last night. Played a little bit more this morning. Might it might have its hooks in me. We'll see. We'll see. But anyways. Welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games. The beginning of this episode is probably going to be trash, because I just realized my uh, microphone was turned up like crazy. Was I, Did I sound loud to you guys? Sound a little loud now. Same to me. My volume might be up, though, really high. Interesting. All right. Well, Dude, we're, why are you yelling? we're a professional yelling. show. Uh, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I don't know what I just said before. As always, uh, you know, we're just a couple of couple of friends talking about stuff. Uh, joining me this evening, I'm your host, Brendan Groom. This is the worst intro on the planet. I'm just gonna, you know, what? I'm, I'm, fuck it, we're already doing it. Let's, let's, we're just doing it. I'm your. We'll do it live. <laughs> Mike's face right now. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Mike. You've been kicking back too many mai tais. Have you been having no, too many? No, I, I, I had a pr- pr- uh, productive day today. I have had. You smoking had a doobie? I had a cider earlier and I just opened a beer. I'm fine. I just, that, that whole cadence of seeing my microphone was turned up really loud, kind of threw off where I was. Anyways, I'm your host, Brendan Groom. And joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, the one legendary Mr. Cheese, Michael Dazir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Um, I don't know. You set the bar really low, so I don't know. Around there, fair, fair. You know what, Mike? I'm gonna add. I should have added it tonight. Uh, you're you you have so many monikers now. You're the anime senpai. You're my Tai Mike, but you're also total mayhem, Mike. I'm just now realizing this because every time I turn on Xbox and I look, Mike's fucking playing Overwatch. So that's his. He's always been total mayhem, Mike. I, well, he always was, but now he's like total mayhem. Mike is back. Like Mike might not want to admit he plays Overwatch, but every time I turn on my Xbox, Mike is playing Overwatch. Well, to be fair, Total Mayhem, as long as there's not an event going on, Total Mayhem's in the arcade every other day. Oh, so realistically, shit. I can pop in, assuming I can get my my nine wins and get my three loot boxes. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We got we get fucking bi annual, no, bi weekly. Bi-weekly mayhem, man? No. If it's every other day, it's three and a half, three and a half days out of the week. I, I mean, yeah, we can get into the whole thing about does bi-weekly mean twice a week or once every two weeks? That's a whole separate discussion. I just liked that Dom has been very silent this entire time, but he looked up while Bren was struggling with that whole bi-weekly thing. He's just. A very silent but knowing shake of the I mean, head. I mean, 
bi-weekly can mean a couple different things we just but no, decided but, no. but it's definitely not it was, every other day it's really yeah, it was not. definitely not what brendan did i mean that that's just word par for the course here oh my time mike is here too wow we got we have a triple threat we have mike had just fucking formed like voltron on this podcast we spent we spent three minutes on brendan stumbling over his words at the beginning no, no, and no, no. now we're spending three... 10 minutes on all my names What's I mean, we could do what a whole name? episode on you. We we could do a whole episode. Of What's my name? What is that? is that an SNL sketch? No, what is that? Yeah, yeah, it, was it is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it from the? Is it from the fucking the Dermot Mulroney one, or is that something different? Not something different. No, that's from yeah. It's from uh, Lady Gaga and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I'll also watch it after. because Lady Gaga. They were both the uh, the guests of the sketch game show. You know, I've, I've once I think you should leave pretty much nightly now. By the way, I like go to bed to it every single night. I'm so, I'm so obsessed with that show. So that leads us to our next uh, person joining us this evening, Mr. Todd Gary. I don't know. This <laughs> fucking episode is trash, garbage. <laughs> This episode was, just... the beginning when Brennan was like, "Oh, you know what? We should start over again," and we didn't. That was actually a mistake. Yeah. I mean, we're too deep now. We're 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 now we're almost at six minutes, Mike. Wow. Because there's nothing people love more than to be driving in their car, or you know, I don't know, on the treadmill, whatever people do when they listen to podcasts. And I'm telling you how long you've been listening to this garbage. I'm reminding you yeah. that you could be doing literally anything else with your time. Anything else? So I just want to quickly mention. I listened to uh, an episode of Conan O'Brien's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Conan O'Brien, He's a Friend, but the episode mm-hmm. that was literally all ads. Did you hear that one? I, I don't think I've played that one, no. Is okay. it literally just literally, him doing ads? Yeah. Like you've real listened ads? To the show before. You've yeah, listened to him do the show before, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, you know how like off the rails his actual ad reads are? <laughs> yes. So these are the ones that they just could not use. That like They were <laughs> oh, literally actually... ones they did in... <laughs> Like they go completely off the rails and they never used them before. And that actually was, sounds very interesting. I was surprised how entertaining an episode where they're literally just doing ad reads was. Do they bleep out the like the the No, ads? they they, oh, okay. they show which ones it was. Like you know how much he used to love saying Magoosh. <laughs> like there was definitely a Magoosh ad in there somewhere. He, he other ones. His ad reads are hard to skip when you're listening to his regular podcast because it's unless it's like the same one you've kinda already heard, they're they are entertaining. Yeah. He always does that same voice, though. Like the, I don't know, his old-timey yeah. news, newsman voice. Old, yeah. It's uh, a good voice. It is a good voice. Was, I, I fuck with Conan. I fuck with Conan. Uh, anyways, Todd, I don't know, fucking Overwatch, other Overwatch guy, how are you doing tonight? Good, I'm back. Back, better than ever. There he is. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were not here for two weeks. Yeah. Well, you're back. Todd was on sabbatical. I don't actually know what that co- means. Got the COVID, finally. Sabbatical just like teacher vacation? What the fuck is sabbatical? It's like a religious well, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily oh, have to do with... Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Anyways. I, I imagine it has a connection to the Sabbath, but I'm not going to... Probably. I'm not going to put money on that, but it sounds right. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you at face value for that, Mike. And rounding us out tonight is the Disney daddy, Dominic 40. Dom, how are you doing tonight? I'm here. You, yes, you are. Let's just roll. 
uh well, in and we've out, been rolling like, we've, we already rolled down the hill <laughs> we're, we're stuck down here at the bottom uh before we get into tonight's ptc movie club episode a couple of housekeeping things uh, this episode of the Pass Control Podcast sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to 1 Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you are unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, I feel like I have other things to plug for housekeeping but fuck it we're just gonna keep going uh so well i guess this is the episode for the ptc movie club for july which was todd's pick which is once upon a time in hollywood which we will get to very shortly but uh that means that the august pick is right around the corner mike do you want to you want to tease out the pick here you want to let let the people know what they need to watch uh i didn't put much thought into it i think the other day i realized that i still haven't watched uh book smart so I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should just do that. We locking it in? We locking in Booksmart hot right now? Yeah, why not? All right, there it is. Mike's pick for August. Get your, mark your calendar. Is Booksmart. Yo, yo fuck Olivia Wilde. All right. Wow. Wow, where did this come from? Yo, she broke Ted Lasso's heart. Come on. I'm always going to stand yeah. up for my boy Ted, you know? Yeah, you but, go. I mean, she's now with, <laughs> who is she with now? Who was the guy? The one that's in that new movie Harry with, um. Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. The movie with Florence, uh and everything wait Harry, you had to you couldn't think of harry styles and your way of saying who it was 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 a meism was a brendanism which was oh that movie with florence Pugh. yeah i guess I, she's directing yeah olivia wilde's directing the movie and she met harry styles apparently like through that film yeah apparently it's like a big feud in that film too like florence Pugh was like the only person that didn't like send anything out on her instagram like she had to like. There's like rumors that she had to step in and direct that movie and everything because she was like Olivia Wilde was all over the place and like there's there's crazy rumors right now for it, and they hate each other basically, is what I've been reading. Well, that sounds like fun. I thought you were gonna pick like the ladder or something like or what the fuck was it called? The lake, the the cabin. Oh, the lake house. Lake house. Oh, I forgot oh, about shit. that. It's the lake house. I mean, the the episode's I mean, still hot. I mean, you can change it right now. Like we are, we, the people are listening. They're tuned in. They want to know what Mike has to say. I mean, we can't. It's on Netflix. We can watch the Lake House on Netflix. Listen, it's your pick. I'll, I also haven't seen Booksmart, and I am down to watch that movie. So, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wherever Mike's trying to be. Well, here's the thing. I believe all of my picks so far have been movies I've watched. So to keep that trend, I should just pick the Lake House, right? Yeah, but sense. or you could bring something new to the table because none of us have seen Booksmart. Why do you want to pick the Lake House? I forget why. I think we're talking about Keanu Reeves. I think, I think oh, mostly oh, oh. it was just because we wanted Brennan to try to, to have to guess to what it is. Figure out the plot of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Before seeing it, yeah, which is still kind of funny to me. All right. Well, you know, maybe I'll change my mind by the end of the episode. Let's I mean, we that. could, Mike. We could just come up with like a separate game that we do maybe once a month. In addition to what's the box, the theory of you pick a movie that I have to try to guess certain aspects of it correctly. Out the plot. In, order, in order to get points. I don't know how we would make yeah, that maybe. function, but I feel like there's something there. There might there might be something we could we could we could mine out of that idea. Uh so you sticking with Booksmart or are we going to the cabin in the woods or whatever the fuck he just said? 
Do you want me to do Cabin in the Woods? I can do no, that. No, I Lakefront. Which one? The do one? do book uh, do book do book smart. <laughs> Judging from I'll what I'm seeing on the like All right, we're sticking with book smart. smart. We'll do we'll do book smart. Right, we're sticking with book smart. Listen, if we don't pick the Lake Shore Drive at some point, I don't know. Maybe fucking I don't know. Mike just come over. We'll fucking order some fucking food and I'll watch fucking. There's no way you'd want to watch it. I mean, I don't want to watch. Why? I feel like Brendan would like the Lake House. You think so? Yeah, Lake House is fine. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a heavy on romance film. Oh, that's what it was. Because Dom and Mike said that. That so that was the other part of it. Dom and Mike said that I only like love stories. <laughs> oh yeah, true, Joe. Uh, which this movie, uh, not a love story. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's, it's got a romance. It's a bro. It's a bromance. Yeah, oh right. shit, you're right. Uh, well. And maybe if I knew that, maybe if I realized that earlier in the movie, I would have liked it. But before we get into the movie, uh, this is your last chance to walk away. If you haven't watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we are going to talk about the movie uh, from any any angle we feel like talking about it. So you will get spoiled on this movie if you have not watched it yet. So now is your last chance to hit skip on this episode and come back at a I'm later sure date. I'm sure they all left a while ago. I mean, probably. If you made it through 13 minutes of this shit. I mean, would again... There are there are better shows out there. I, I can I can name some, but you know, for the Might sake I of recommend the... that all ads episode of Conan O'Brien, which is which is titled Oops All Ads. That is a perfect name for that episode. Who doesn't love Oops All Berries? Because I fucking do. I don't care for Captain Crunch in general. All right. Well, you know, Mike, you live in a city that has not only the New England Pirate Museum, but you have a second museum across the street called the real pirate museum. He's all of a sudden you don't like fucking pirates. He's not a pirate. He's a, he's an admiral. Well, he's a captain. He, he, yeah. He fucking flies a boat, <laughs> drives a boat, he's, sails a boat. A captain. <laughs> he looks like he's part of like an official government Navy. Yeah. So even, even better fucking some swashbuckling fucking, you know, sand slashers are going to hop up in and fucking, you know, take over his boat. Give everyone the berries. Oops, all berries. Anyways, this episode is fucking yeah. terrible. Let's just move on. Let's just let's just keep move going. Uh, so as we start off all of these episodes with um, the movie picks, we will go with the budget and gross. With a budget of ninety million, released in July of twenty nineteen, this. Quentin Tarantino, Sony Pictures Entertainment film, had a worldwide gross of Mike. Was, was that Virginia? COVID? Sorry. Was that COVID time? I no, feel like I wanted this. It is 2020. 2020? Okay. Uh, the budget was, was 90 budget? million. Rated R film, two hours and 41 minutes. Comedy drama. Yeah, that, mm, 90 mil. I'm going to say... Mm, you know what? I think it did well. Well, how about I do this? How about I do this? I don't think we do this normally. I can say what the opening weekend was. That might give you a... Do you guys want that? I don't need it. I think I'm going to... I think I... I, don't, I actually don't know what at all. I know what the Metacritic and the Rotten Tomatoes thing is. I'm gonna, I'll say 150, though. I don't know if it did well or not. I can't remember. But I feel like it was like in between. I don't feel like it did like crazy numbers. Cause it's, okay. So usually, usually 150. Usually, like, long movies like this, like, people wait to go see them in the theater when they're, like, almost three hours long, but I don't know. 
So Todd's sitting at 150. Mike, I'll say 150. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 200. 200. Dumb. What was the um? 90, 90 million. I'm gonna go. Actually, I feel like 200 is still too. Ah, uh, whatever. I'm gonna stick with 200. Um, you can change it, Mike. Nah, it's fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 250. 250? Well, Mike, you probably should have changed your number because Dom is the closest with a worldwide gross of just over $374 million uh, with an opening weekend of $41 million. So uh, I think in regards to it being rated R, being long, and being a comedy? I feel like comedies I mean, don't usually Tarantino's have... Tarantino's name attached to it, it, it worked in its favor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I also okay, got yeah. Leo and Brad. And at this point, 2019, I mean, I feel like Margot Robbie's also very established. Um, yeah. Very famous. So, I mean, it, it does have a, the amount a of, very like, strong the amount of, lead cast. The amount of random actors that are in this movie, too, that, like, we know now but didn't know back then is kind of funny. Throw it at yeah. you. There's, like, there's a ton of people is, in it. Is that a thing for Tarantino? Does he always have like random cameos and stuff or no? Uh, there was a lot I mean, this, this is like this is like the biggest cast I think he's ever had in the movie. It's like probably one of the biggest casts he's ever had out of all his movies. But um yeah, I, I mean he usually like likes to bring back people who haven't been working for a while. Like he like, you know, like in this he brought back uh what's his name? Who died like right while like right after this filmed, uh Luke Perry from Nano Two and You know, mm. he brought back Travolta, he brought back Travolta's career. Like, who else? Travolta yeah, like, this, was he? No. no, I'm talking about no. like like he's. Just I feel like at the beginning he used out. a lot of ensemble casts. Yeah, and then later he was using a lot of like cameo kind of pop-ins. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you, you three would know better than me. I have now seen. I think Dude, this is at my least. my third, because I have seen. Uh, Django, Django, and Glorious in this. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen anything else. We didn't watch Reservoir Dogs for the show, right? No. No. You know what I didn't catch you either? Kill Bill? I have never sat down and watched Kill Bills in their entirety. I have seen scenes and sections of those movies, but I've never actually watched them. So I I would just say I've never seen them with the very little that I have seen from those movies. This um, is like the, like the sixth time watching this movie, and I never realized Sidney Sweeney was in it. That is honestly, Todd. That is too much because oh, no right I right now. I love this movie. Amanda, Amanda, it's like Amanda's one of her like all time favorite movies. Like I'll tell you right like, now, out of the three, yeah, but you don't like good movies though. So it didn't have Iron three, Man. It didn't have movies, Captain America. Okay, okay. Out of the three Tarantino <laughs> movies I've watched, this is the third out of those three. Django blows this the fuck out of the water. And I love Django, but I think this is just a different movie all around. It's not even like yeah, I, it's I don't a even good think it's movie. Gonna, no, it's a bad. No, movie. it's not. Like I think it's, overall, it's, this is a bad movie. I gotta, are you like watching these movies? Are you on your phone the whole time? Are you playing video games while you're watching them? Like, no, how are you I, approaching I don't, I don't dual screen anything ever. I oh, watch right. the movie and I take notes while I watch the movie because I am trying to be analytical and process and think about stuff. Says, uh, says Brennan, who last month straight out told me that he was working out while watching one of at least one of the movies. Well, if I'm working <laughs> out, I'm watching the screen. I'm just lifting weights. I'm not like doing anything else and if i'm working out through a fucking two hour plus movie i'm just fucking basically doing arm sets while i'm fucking watching the Wait, movie who's austin butler in this movie sex sex 
I was looking up. I'm oh, like, why does really? that sound so familiar? Even, yeah. I still like don't know him. why it's familiar because I only he know looked... Austin Butler for Elvis. Or... He looks yeah. like if you deflated Adam Driver. That's what he looks like to me. Yeah, but I, I didn't even know. I would have never even because I'm just like looking at random cast right now, and I just didn't. I wouldn't have guessed that he was Tex. I don't really know who he is. You've watched this movie anyway. nine fucking times, and you I, don't I know who's in it. I only know who Austin Butler is from the Elvis movie. I've never even heard of the kid before. Like, so, I have no idea. I, yeah. Hold, hold on. Before we get into this film, that I off the top, off the bat here, I want to say, wh- what is everyone's favorite Tarantino movie? Again, my pool is smaller, but it's by far between those three movies, Django. So it's it's, it's probably this or Pulp Fiction for me. And okay. Django's probably third. Okay. Mine was going to be Pulp Fiction. Okay. Mike? Um... I feel like I would have to go with one of the Kill Bills. Just okay. the, first, the first one's so one, good. Yeah. I think I saw I think that might have been like my first Tarantino film. You know what I mean? So it's just Or for either Mike or Dom, is this movie in your top three Tarantino films? Um I don't know because the only I don't think I've seen all of Pulp Fiction enough to consider it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen Reservoir Dogs. So the question is, hey, do hey, I have hey, any hey, strong hey, feelings? Hey. No, I own it. I've been meaning to watch it. I just never got around to it. Uh, so the question becomes, how do I feel about Inglorious Bastards? And I don't have any strong opinions about it. I, I know I've watched it, but I don't I don't remember walking away from it being particularly like this is a great film. Yeah. So I think by default it might end up in my top three just because that's just how it shakes out. Fair. What about this movie's like very similar to Jackie Brown. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Jackie. It's more of like a character character study. Like it's not like oh action and all this stuff. It's it's like let me remind you of the movie pick we had last month, which was a character study that I loved. Moonlight. Which one? Oh, see, like Moonlight. Like I don't know. Like Moonlight was Moonlight was fine, but like. That's a movie I'd never ever want to like watch again, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was a bad movie. I just I don't know. Was there something about that movie? I didn't feel like connected to any of the characters in that movie. I felt like I was like living and breathing in this time period in in this movie. Like I think like the the everything about like I, I'm not I, saying like because like because like it's like brad you have brad pitt and leo in a movie it's like very hard to like associate them with anything but being like movie stars and i feel like they embodied these characters from that time period and i it, it for me that's why like one of the things i like about this movie so much like i think it's just like uh, a love letter to old hollywood basically and I, it's yeah it's it so yeah. so that brings me to my overall problem with this movie is that you are Telling this story that is about these two characters. I just wish he told that fucking story. The whole backdrop or set piece or whatever you want to call it of using the Manson family and Sharon Tate murders as like really nothing other than, hey, I'm going to do what I've done in these other two movies that you watched, Brendan. Reverse or change or alter the history around it. Where it's like Django is like a, I don't know, not not reverse slavery, but like uh, no, but like inglorious it's like, passage. It's like a power fantasy of like of that. It's the same thing, exactly. It's the same thing with inglorious bastards, where it's like it's not reverse what's going on there. It's like okay, but like 
there's a lot of these, you know, big reverse scenarios of what was actually going on. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. rewriting history, which... Rewriting history to, like, make the bad guys suffer. Suffer, exactly, yes. Which is what happens here, which is... I'm not... It's also not rewriting history, it's altering history. Yes, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even Um, expecting, like, what they did with this movie. I was, like, very caught off guard with the... When the first time I watched this movie, Does that make it good? Like, so you've watched it nine times, so you weren't expecting the first time, you know what's happening the next eight times... Like yeah, I, I just I I lo- I'm like love everything about the movie. I love like Tarantino's dialogue is so good. Like so, if you're not into like a dialogue heavy movie at all, then you're not. I I, I see why. But he's top like trying it. to say that like these are why this movie's great. You don't like those kind of movies because like I I do like movies that have heavy dialogue and no action. I'm not saying that this the, those parts of the movie about, are bad. Like, no, no, no. But like I mean, it's like clever. It's like I'm not talking about like your typical like Tarantino's known for like witty, clever dialogue throughout like his movies. That's like his thing. That's always been his thing. Like them talking about Madonna at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs. Like like all that shit. Like like the the holding the watch in his ass in fucking Pulp Fiction. You know, like all, all that's like what he does. Like he's just fucking has these weird, random, like over the top, ridiculous dialogues throughout all his movies. Okay. I don't know. I but uh, for me, like this movie, I think like first of all, I think Brad Pitt's like so good in this movie, and I'm not really a big Brad Pitt guy. Like I've kind of been like whatever with Brad Pitt. Um, but I think that like Leo got like fucking hosed in the, the Academy Awards. I think Leo should have won for this as well too, because I think he's so who, fucking good. Who won in, instead of him? I don't know. Well, I would. Uh, I don't know. Was he nominated for this? He was, I, I believe. So. This, I have, this movie I have got a right ton now. of nominations. I have it all up right now. Um, it won an Oscar for best performance by an actor in supporting role for Brad Pitt, and it won an Oscar oh, for best wasn't. achievement in product design. It was nominated for best picture of the year. Yes, he was. Best Taren achievement Egerton. in directing. Taron Egerton won for Rocket Man. Yes, best um, performance by leading actor, best original screenplay, best achievement in cinematography. So it was nominated for like nine other Oscars and didn't win. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I don't think this is the best acting role I've seen Leo in, to be honest. What would you say I think better? I mean, I just again to put it up against Tarantino, I think he's way better in in Django. Like he's way way better in that movie. Um he was more of a bit part in Django though. I mean, I don't know that I disagree with you. It's just uh, he wasn't carrying that film. Yeah. Yeah. He, Fair. I mean, he even I as mean, like an antagonist, he wasn't even there that long. Yeah. Would you would you argue that he was carrying this film? I would say so. Leo? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it, yeah. He was probably the most interested in Brad Pitt's storyline. Because so here he, again, to go back to my initial point, my problem with my biggest problem with this movie is that it is telling the story of two fictional people. Uh, I, I forget the character's name, Ricky and Rick Dalton, Rick Dalton and Cliff and Booth. Cliff Booth. It's telling the story of these people that are fictional. I think Cliff Booth, I was doing a lot of reading about the history that isn't tied to this movie. Cause I don't really know anything about the, that stuff, the Sharon Tate murders and, and the Mance family in general. So Cliff Booth is supposedly roughly based on just Reynolds. similar, Oh, I don't oh, know. No, um, oh no, sorry. Yeah, I'm, what's uh, Leo's guy is based on Burt Reynolds? Like actually based, based on him, or just like, yeah. or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he got his inspiration from Burt Reynolds for most of it, but I feel like it also has to do with um, what's his name, Make My Day guy, Clint Eastwood, because like Eastwood, he had to yeah. go and do like spaghetti yeah. westerns in Italy and everything. And it's yeah, like, the yeah, story, so I, the story definitely was parallel to Clint Eastwood. Yeah, 100%. yeah, but it's not like based on like Clint Eastwood. No, it's, did it's, he it's, act in stuff that was like on that ranch and stuff? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that no, ranch is there, even. There something. was no. The ranch I, is I real. Briefly looked. Real. Ranch yeah. is real. Yes. I I briefly looked into it. There was a like a stuntman who did do. Yes, work and on that, that ranch. and he, that is who Cliff Booth is lo- loosely based on. So basically, all of the people that get fucked up in this movie, the three murderers at the end, that Brad Pitt, you know, ends up, or and they fucking what all those people at the end, Tex and the other two, the mm-hmm. two women. Those were the people that broke into the house in real life and killed everybody. The guy that flattens the tire at the ranch and Brad Pitt beats the shit out of, that guy is the person that kills the stuntman in real life. But Cliff Booth is not actually that stuntman. There is another stuntman that was worked like two people. on that like, ranch yeah. that was like did, did shows or whatever on that ranch, and that person killed him. So like all of the people that in real life that makes that makes murdered. sense because in the movie it makes it seem like it adds enough tension that you're like is like is Cliff gonna die right here like oh dude that's what I'm saying like I thought that the whole time I'm like so Fuck, it makes sense that now. that would be a point especially where, since like, he was on acid was and yes. yeah, yeah yeah like I was like he's yeah. fucked he's on like um well so the I, other thing what? oh go ahead oh no 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 go ahead I was just gonna say so the other thing about like so. Obviously, at some point during the movie, I realized what the movie was about, and I was doing. So I didn't. I didn't watch the movie in one sitting. I split it in half, and I was reading a lot of stuff about like the Manson family in general, and like that whole historics, like the act, the real side of it. And I kind of without without spoiling the end of the movie for me, I was trying to figure out like I, I just wanted to read more about the actual history of what happened. Um, and fucked up. It's like really it's fucked it's up. fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. Which is like I was actually dreading the end of the movie. I was like, I really don't want to fucking want. Like, I, if it's gonna be like fucking gruesome, like killing a pregnant woman. Like, I just I don't right. really want to fucking watch this, to be honest. Um, so I am glad that it was not that. Um, but in the in reality, I think those three people. There might have actually been a fourth person too, so I don't know if that's like who uh, Uma Thurman' daughter, uh, Maya Hawk, Maya, uh, Maya Hawk, uh, is supposed to be that leaves because there is, I think, a fourth one that was a lookout. So maybe that's supposed to be that, and then I just think that's. Dips. I think yeah, they. I because I looked into. I only looked into it because like Maya Hawk, what are you doing here? And I like looked into all that, and I saw that there was a person who was just lookout. They didn't, you know, abscond with the car and leave them there, but yeah. I think she was supposed to be the lookout person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, like w- with at least again, I was going to ask the three of you, if this is like what he does in all of his movies that have some sort of uh, truth behind the fiction is if it's just like his thing to be like altered history and all of the, you know, quote unquote bad people or whatever it is. I mean, in, in these three movies that I've seen, they are all fucking terrible people. It's uh, slave owners, Nazis and, and murderers. <laughs> Glorious Bastard was the only one that really did because that was like basing it off of like Hitler and everything and like how he died a different way and everything and all that stuff. I th- I don't know if he did it in any other films though. Besides, I think one. it's just the three that you just mentioned are okay. the only three okay. that he's done any. Um, so that are based off of 
quote unquote their real their real life yeah. things yeah. that were um so in in reality i think before they go in the house and murder everybody there is somebody that is outside walking their dog and gets murdered first so when i had read that information knowing that it was like not me reading a synopsis of the movie but of the actual stuff and that towards the end of the movie fucking he's like drinks uh smokes that acid cigarette and goes to walk the dog i'm like oh okay he's gonna get fucking murdered right now because here's my my big thing to me is I feel like this movie would have been better for me if they just told a compelling story about Rick and Cliff in that time period and didn't need to give me the Manson stuff, didn't need to give me the ranch, didn't need to give me altered murder at the end. Like, none See, of I that. Think Sharon, I think Sharon Tate's important to the movie, though, even though she's in it so little, because, like, that's what Cliff was striving to be. And, like, he was watching him be a has-been and them being up-and-coming, living, like, right next to him. So that was like so important to like his part of the story because like he's Riff. like uh, Cliff. I mean, I not Cliff, Rick. Saying Cliff. Yeah, uh, Rick. 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 But uh, I don't think Rick really ever comments or cares about them in the movie. Oh no, he definitely does. He brings it up. Uh, he brings it up like yeah. a couple times. He doesn't say anything about Sharon. He says he like about, talks uh, about Polanski. Polanski. how much he wants yeah. to be in Polanski. Polanski's stuff, a huge yeah. director. Yeah. He was like a big yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I think that's kind of a leap. Rosemary's baby. I think that's kind of a leap. I think that's kind of a leap to say that that's the importance of having that aspect of the film is that Rick makes a comment about being in a no, wanting to be in a Roman the, Polanski movie. He was, like, he was like becoming like the nobody in Hollywood, and they were he, that Polanski was the up and coming guy who was like the huge deal in Hollywood. So it's like the exact opposite ends of the spectrum, and you know, like I don't Roman Polanski's. Like in the movie for two seconds, and and he's also not someone that gets murdered. No, I, I'm saying he's not in it for that long, but I'm saying like that's like the whole point of like him living next to like uh, what's it call it? Fucking there are other clear. ways to 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 make that point without using I don't know murder history. In my opinion, I, I just think there are other ways, more compelling ways to show that. Because I even that is like I seeing someone else be successful in Rick career, you know, wavering can be shown in the other ways that it was shown on the screen, his drinking, him flipping out in his trailer. Like there were plenty of other things to like, yeah, but I think to show that. His, like, his meeting with Al Pacino, like there are plenty of things that like demonstrate that in the film. I don't think it needs to have really any of like, that other stuff. Quentin Tar- this is like I said, this is like Quentin Tarantino's love letter to old Hollywood. So like that's like, of course, like that's like so though like Polanski stuff like that is so important to him in this movie because like this is basically like his. This is like a movie more for Quentin Tarantino than I, I think it is for his audience. To be honest with you, I, I feel like this is like a movie with, he made for himself in some ways. I, I could, it's uh that that's that's a bizarre. I I don't understand that. I guess I don't know. Uh, one thing, the Spawn Rants made me really want Quentin Tarantino to do a, ho- a horror movie. I was like, oh man, can we get a horror movie from Quentin Tarantino? Because just because of like the vibe from that and everything, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I, would... I mean, th- that's the I other just thing. I wanted to finish the Star Trek movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing to me is like, the whole rest of the movie is nothing like that. And then it's a complete tonal shift from that point forward in the movie, basically. That was a little bit of a break back after he goes to the ranch, I think. And then 
I think and then, the point at the ranch is supposed to be the point where you realize, like, oh, this isn't going to play out how history played out. Because it, like, builds up all that tension, and then he just drives away. Like, he he shouldn't have gotten out of there. No, I think 100%. That, that is, that's, like, the point where, like, the viewer... Like, I said to Mike yesterday or the day before, like, that's the point where if I had known more about, like, the history behind this, that I would have been like, oh, so maybe this isn't going to play out the way that history played out. Yeah. But again, I just... I, I guess I just that whole aspect of the movie is just a separate movie. Like it's not the same thing. Like it's going from being like this story about, uh, you know, Hollywood actor coming towards potentially the end of his career, you know, stunt, stunt double, best, best boy, best friend, whatever. And then, Oh, all, all of a sudden they're also going to like interact with the cult, but also be fucking able to just murder everyone themselves. And now it's just like a murder, weird murder reverse murder fucking action scene. Uh, it it just, it, it was not like it, it was a complete shift from what the rest of the movie was, in my opinion. Um, and it just seemed like it didn't need to be a part of the film that that's where my biggest gripe with the movie is three quarters of the way through the film. I'm just like, I don't understand what the point of these two stories happening are. I don't understand why they are, putting this real person who had horrible things happen to them as a setting and plot device for a story that's about an actor coming to the end of his rope. I don't know. Because I think that they... I'm I clearly think... in the minority. The movie did well, yeah. won awards, and the three of you yeah. uh, seems like the movie. I just was like very confused and... Yeah, I think not. it's just because of the time and point in Hollywood that that was such a huge deal to Hollywood. That whole Manson thing that was like, so it's kind of like throw that story in the middle of that whole thing is, is, you know, I feel like most people, that's like people's favorite part of that movie, which not necessarily my favorite part. Everyone loves that ending. Like I've seen so many people bitch about this movie. Like, yeah, it was all right until it got to the ending and that great scene with fucking the best thing is when he's when he just holds his fingers up and he's like, yeah, the like, only good part of that whole scene is when Brad Pitt's fucking puts up his like you just said puts like puts up his gun when he's when he goes fake, fake what handgun his, what was your name he's like i'm the devil he's like nah it's a lot stupider than that or whatever yeah. he says. <laughs> it's so good yeah. that whole scene it's, it's uh and it's cl- he classic said he was here from the devil i'm i'm paraphrasing here yeah <laughs> it's so good um yeah i, I mean there's it's so many devil scenes shit. in this movie that i fucking love um, I just love like the performances, like the se- like the whole scene with Leo and the girl, the, the, girl the little actress of, is on the set, so yeah. good. Oh my god, it's so good when they're just they're going back and forth, and then when he she asks goes him into about the, the trail, book and he's just telling yeah. his story as the book, yeah. and everything. Yeah, and then uh, and then he, when he goes back to the trailer and he just has his freak out, and then he comes back and just like nails that scene when he throws mm-hmm. her down and everything. I love when she goes back up to him and she's like, that was the best acting I've ever seen. I'm just, it's so good. There's, I, there's so many things like that, like that I love in this movie. Um, but you yeah, don't, I don't like know. the ending though. I like the ending. I think the ending's good. I, I mean, I like the ending because it caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for that ending. Like I yeah. wasn't ready for like, it's like kind of like, I wasn't expecting a revision of that. I was expecting like, you know, him going to Sharon Tate's house and, Maybe Cliff might have done something because he was walking his dog or something. I was expecting Cliff to die the whole time. 
Like, like I think someone else said that too. I was like, oh, he's fucking gone. He's on acid right now. He's fucking. Yeah. There's no way he's that tough guy anymore. Um. Yeah. I just. I. Yeah. I, and I. I think the set pieces are so good. Um. Yeah. It just has that like feel. Like and like I said, like it just for me, the performances are so fucking good that like I don't look and see Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt. I fucking see those two characters, and yeah. I, I fucking. Uh, it's uh because i mean i'm you know me i'm mr action i like action movies and shit like that i like movies like this too but this but some reason this movie like just hit me it's like watching the irisman because i feel like the irisman is the same type of movie it's like a character study and it's like not a lot happens in the irisman it's like three hours long of like you know talking yeah uh, and it's like the same as this and for some reason that movie gravitated with me too but yeah um yeah i just uh it's it's good. I I would tell you to watch uh, what's it call it the movie I compared it to Quentin Tarantino is one of his Jackie Brown. But yeah. I feel like if you if you didn't like this movie, you probably won't like Jackie Brown because it's like more of the same kind of like very old school. It takes place a certain time period, lots of dialogue. I think you're and... confusing what I don't like about this movie. What what do you think I don't like about this movie? I still don't There's know. No what you don't like about this. <laughs> <laughs> you all said it that it's with fucking Ricky and Cliff. Because the only thing you said you didn't like about this, well, not the only thing, but the thing you said you didn't like about this movie is the whole Sharon Tate thing. But I feel like it's such a disconnect from the movie for me. It just like, but I feel like she's barely in it. Like that's like that whole part. I, like, I know it, it seems like a very weird thing to put in this movie. That that's well, my. I, I, I think the movie was built around that. I think like everything else was built like that's what he wanted to do, and that's probably what he had for his idea of like I want to make it involved in like the Sharon Tate murders and Polanski. And then everything else was like built around that, I think. And, and so I think that was always part of his plan for that movie. Cool. That, I, that doesn't change how I feel about the movie. Like, I still think the movie didn't need those aspects. Like the scene, the scene that you, you both just brought up on the front porch with the, with the young woman actress and he's reading the fucking book. What's the book about? And he's just, it's talking about himself basically. And like, I like a lot of those scenes where like he's in the bar with Timothy Oliphant and they're sitting down drinking mezcal having a discussion and like without even fucking breaking in dialogue like as he's acting just like the word line comes out and it's just like fuck I pulled me into the scene even though I don't give a fuck about what's happening in this movie because I'm so confused why I am learning about these two characters who have no relation to Manson or Sharon Tate. They make the, you know, they make the, oh, I know fucking Bruce or whatever the fuck his name was, George, the blind guy that's on the ranch. George? Yeah. I don't know. George, who, who is yeah. a real person? Who is like, that's the person that owned the ranch. And according to the historical side of it, allegedly they would have like his cult followers would he would make them sleep with that guy so that they could all just stay on the ranch and that was like the headquarters um it just that it's very hard for me to wrap my head around the movie when this whole set piece part of it and and part of the the it just didn't need to be there and i would have rather a movie that is about the same stuff about uh Ricky's you know ending career potentially like all, all that other stuff would have been more impactful and more entertaining for me and a better watch if it didn't have this weird uh, to me really 
meaningless connection to real world terrible things. I don't know. I mean, did Cliff kill his wife? Because I fucking definitely think he killed his wife. And just I for heard, that like, one throwaway thing, yeah. Like that's a weird throwaway line. Reading, we fight oh, no, I, I, thought, I thought that was she was like, "What are we doing out in this boat for these last four hours?" And he has like the fucking gun directly pointed at her, and he's like just yeah. sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, he definitely killed uh, her." He, so he's like, <laughs> my brief reading of the of stuff after I finished the film mm-hmm. was number one. That's another thing that's based off of like a real person who was suspected of killing his wife and then getting away with it. Blah blah blah. I I think it also might have tied into Natalie Woods. That was what I was just going to say, is that a Natalie Wood parallel. Yeah. Um, Two was... uh, Christopher Walken wasn't there. Yeah. Two was, I think, in the novelization of the movie, it is is directly stated that he's the one that... He killed his wife. He did do it, but he was remorseful about it. And three, I think, in the movie, they opted not to do that just so you can kind of make your own conclusion about him because like if you think he killed his wife then you think he's you know like a bad guy and is yeah, you're not gonna like him yeah you're not gonna like him and like he deserves whatever shit happens to him but if you believe he didn't then you kind of think of him as like a, a heroic character especially towards the end when he kills two out of the three uh manson murderers yeah when before it gets to the uh the end where ricky kills the third one i was taking that scene of like oh okay here's one last time that ricky's out fucking listening to headphones in the pool and cliff is taking the danger for him you know what i mean i love how they, i love how they stop yeah. playing the music from that movie that he was in with the flamethrower though he's just like comes <laughs> so good um yeah. we haven't even talked about the uh the bruce lee part too because I, I love that scene. Yeah, they made too, Bruce whole... Lee look like an asshole, huh? I know it's so it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, what, what what what's up with that? Well, I what? that was another thing I I quick and granted I did not do a lot of research. This is all just me going on Wikipedia because I remember when the movie came out, people were complaining about the portrayal of his Bruce family Lee. was yeah, and I was also reading that Bruce Lee was kind of rough with a bunch of stuntmen on movie sets because like. I don't know. I guess he didn't really know how to hold back. So like they were really getting hurt. And uh, I think there were some other things that I'm not gonna remember. You don't want you don't want me to paraphrase stuff I did not thoroughly vet. But yeah. essentially, yeah, they made him look like an asshole and there might have been, but I'm not saying definitively, some truth to him maybe not being a complete jerk, but like, you know, he might have been difficult to deal with in some capacity. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I realistically see uh, Cliff beating Bruce Lee in a fucking fight though. Like that scene uh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I mean I don't know. I I it, here's what I'll say. Within the context of the film, if Bruce Lee said that he could beat Muhammad Ali, I I can kind of see Cliff being like, "Come on, guy." Yeah, because like I, I mean specifically with that, I think it's like okay, yeah, martial arts is cool. I don't know if it would work. Is it, that, 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 no, yeah, exactly. Like he was an old school dude. He's like, yeah, do your kicks and everything. You know, like he's like, I'll fucking throw you into a car. You know? like, yeah, but again, Bruce Lee. I feel like Dom would probably know the most about Bruce Lee just in general. Didn't you read his biography? 
I've read a biography on him, yeah. Um is was he not at the time like the the most like wasn't he like the top of whatever martial arts? Like it wasn't he like the king of that shit? Was it just for movies though, or did he actually do like martial no, arts? No, I think his right? life was like, yeah. dedicated to that stuff, he, right? Yeah. He has his own like he developed his own form of martial arts. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's I why Dragon. I like Dragon I'm like a good movie. no one's I, no one's beating him up in a fucking fight. I'm sorry. I just don't see that. I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know about Bruce Lee enough to be like, yeah, that's a accurate depiction of how he was on set. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't I'm not going to say that much, but I I can I will say that as a person who hasn't th- have to throw a punch in a, a day in his life and kind of uh slept walk through all my martial arts training, I can see the I can see how martial arts might like translate well into a legitimate, just a legitimate row, a little bow with somebody. And it's like, yeah, because I mean, Cliff is like do that. double his size too, you know. So it's like, it, it, it depends. Like, I don't you think every Cobra Kai. You should know. You should know <laughs> that if fucking Cliff ain't saying it a chance. Um. Anyways, we never I did, got. I did like him coming out of that flashback, like. It was on, on the roof. Flash, yeah, that flashback was like him, him like trying to remember like why the guy hated him, and he yeah, came right. back. He's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I did kind of screw them all over. But um, we we kind of glazed over because I feel like Todd and I kind of went into it right up, like just out of the fucking gate. Do did you two like this movie or no? Like overall. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'll put it this way. Uh, you had asked, you know, if I consider it my top three Tarantino films or whatever. I would say that even if it was at the bottom of my rankings of Tarantino films, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure that's true, I don't think I. It might be a case of like, yeah, <clears throat> if I'm just ranking it against these other movies, it's lowest, but I feel I still think it's a good film. So like I'm. I feel like I'm taking it from you on top of you ranking it lower. You just didn't like this film. You you didn't like it at all, really. Whereas I'm like, yeah, this was actually a a fun watch. Yeah, like for me, it. for me, the biggest thing is I I really do personally think that the just like the whole Sharon Tate stuff of it is just is just not relevant to the rest of the story happening on the screen. And it didn't. I I liked it as a backdrop because number one it kind of set the scene like okay it's taking place during these times and also it just kept me on my toes because i was just thinking i know how this story ends and when it flipped on itself i'm like oh all right hey maybe polanski's gonna throw him in a movie now now that they got to meet him at the end you know yeah that polanski wasn't at the house at the end i mean uh sharon tate and everything but like you know like yeah like i i don't know is Polanski the one who is like, like the like slept with like a minor? Is he? If I say it is right, yeah, yeah. Polanski is not mm-hmm. a good person from the no, brief yeah, that yeah. I read into him. So like that's a whole other part of it. It's like it's what what are we doing that, here? Like, Hollywood supported for years and years and years, even though knowing this, like people defended him. Yeah. Like, so again, it just think, seems kind of like I a thing that doesn't need to be part of the movie. I think he's. I mean, still if you living somewhere, he's yeah, still he's still like, living. Right? He's, he's, he's like of, living yeah. somewhere, like yeah, away from they can't. Yeah. They can't uh, extradite him. So yeah. here's what I'll say about that. 
in in that a like I said, I like the whole Marilyn the Manson uh, I was gonna say Marilyn Manson the whole Manson family thing happened in the background. Sharon Tate's there. Polanski is very not in this. So, you know, given what we know about Polanski now, you Probably kind of need that. him in this film to set it up, but he was essentially a a non-character within the film. He's Yeah. He appears nor, briefly and he's like Nor was Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, I was, yeah, Charlie like, was there for like I a, was not a split that. second. I remember when they hired that guy, when when he cast him, and I was like, "Oh, so Manson's going to be a big part in this movie," and then he's in it for like thirty seconds, a minute. Yeah, you know, like when you, I don't even yeah. know if he's in it for thirty seconds. No, right? he, he just was, comes when and he says, "Where's Terry?" Same yeah. with uh, Emil Hurst; he's in it for like a minute too, like with that scene, and then he's like not in it. For... Yeah. Wait, I don't know. wait. Who, did you know? Did you guys realize who all the like the girls were for the Spawn Ranch? Did you like? The, it's like Sydney Sweeney, no. um, Arlie Quinn was there. Yeah, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's, it's uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. Um, Wait, there's two Harley Quinns in this movie? That's right. Yeah. Wait, Technically, yeah. Yeah, a real yeah, life Harley Quinn and the yeah. actress that plays Harley Quinn. Uh, you know the girl from Girls? She oh, like... his daughter's name is Harley Quinn? Yeah. Yes. I don't think I knew that. What's the girl from Girls? Uh, Lena Dunham. Uh, she was, yeah, she's in a, yeah. yeah. There was a couple other, uh, couple other people, too, that I was like, oh, wait, where did this be? And they were only in it for like a second, too. But I guess Margaret Qualey, Dakota Fanning. I didn't Yo, see Dakota he, Fanning. I saw that Dakota she was on the Fanning was the one the was the one in the with house, the, dirty, the last the person in the house, with the, the with one the, that was protecting George or whatever. One of the oh, seven. I didn't. One of the seven feet scenes in the movie that Quentin Tarantino has to yeah, have. In his Quentin movie. Tarantino <laughs> yeah. loves his feet, it's, bro. Uh, like dirty, dirty loves dirty, his feet. Like, the, the girl he picks up is like her feet are like yellow and everything, and then like it shows Dakota Fanning's feet, and they're like dirty gross when she's in the chair and i'm just like oh god sharon, uh yeah sharon tate when she's watching the yeah. movie she has her feet up on the it's like we get it dude yeah <laughs> i don't know i so now both you and todd are like i you know wasn't expecting unexpected the ending to to be that you know caught me off guard you know whatever <laughs> again you can still do that without involving like a real event that I just feel like didn't need to be a part of the movie. I mean, I, but that you can that say the same thing well. about Inglorious Bastards. You can say the same thing about a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that was like more, I thought, to... what, what you didn't like is more appealing, is what made the movie more appealing to me. The part you didn't like, I actually liked that that was the backdrop of the movie. Like that, that was like part yeah. of like. I think uh, that I added, I think that backdrop, like that, like, I don't, I don't want to say backdrop, like that, underlying story it, it, feel, it feels weird saying it because it's a weird thing to use for a backdrop well, of a movie it's not a backdrop it's an underlining story that is just like sprinkled throughout it's also the thing that creates tension throughout the film like yeah. like Mike said you know how that story ends so throughout the movie you're like waiting for that story to end yeah I don't know it 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 didn't do it for me so yeah. that's. I mean, I, I feel like there's a like number of films you can fine. think about. Yeah, I think there's a number of films where you know you could argue like, oh, you know, you didn't need to do that to get this ending. Like, okay, but that's the choice they made for this movie. And yeah, you don't like it. That's fine. I'm not looking to you for your <laughs> for your yeah, taste. I'm not trying to say that the three of you were wrong. I'm just saying that is like the one of the overall reasons why the movie just didn't fucking stick with me. I, I. 
I honestly thought it was like kind of a shitty thing to pick as how to set the scene, how to put you into this whatever 1960s, wherever the fuck it was. 1960s? I don't know. I, I mean, think it was 1969. Yeah, 1969. Um, so here is my. I don't know if this is going to be a question per se. So do you oppose films depicting bad events accurately? I don't know how I want to phrase this because like, it seems like you, you have a problem with them using the Manson murders. Let's so, forget. Okay. So, so like if, if, if so Todd had picked Zodiac, would you have been upset with Zodiac? I was just thinking about Zodiac. How am I supposed Zodiac? to even know what that is? Just, I've never seen this movie. Thinking, like, what? Like, no, I'm just saying, Zodiac I'm just saying about because the, the movie's... Murders? I don't yeah. know about the Zodiac, Zodiac Murders. I don't follow that. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's around the same. No, is it around the same time? Uh, no, it's like no, think, uh, 10 years later, I think. I want to say it's like early, late 70s, early 80s, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was a prolific serial killer. I think the difference can be better illustrated by comparing it with the three Tarantino movies that I have watched because they all do something mm -hmm. similar I think across the board except both Django and Inglorious Bastards the 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 like story of those films is around that altered history where it, the story of this film is about it, Ricky and is Django fucking, based on like anything from like I know it's it based like from some stuff, but like it's I mean, it's not I don't think based on a real person. Right? I, I, I and I think like that getting back to the ending, I think that I didn't need it, but at the same time it was one of the most satisfying fucking endings. Like I I, I was not like just watching them like not get to murder anyone and them all get like brutally murdered was like so Again, satisfying. I understand that. I do. I'm not trying to say the three of you are wrong or the majority of people that seem to love this film. What I'm simply saying is with Django and Inglorious Bastards, those two films are telling specific stories. And both of those, uh, I, I don't know, I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards in a while, but I can say more comfortably with Django because I watched it re more recently is even knowing kind of what the movie is doing, there were still moments in that film where I was genuinely, you know, surprised at turns in that story and how things were going. And the big difference between those two movies too is Christoph Waltz fucking carries both of those movies on his back. Everyone well, else is fucking good. Give me a Christoph Waltz in this movie. No, no, he's uh, like, like he literally like is like th those movies are fucking great movies. Everyone's great in those movies, but Christoph yeah. Christoph Waltz is like on a whole nother level than everyone in those movies. I think so. That, do you do you want do would no, you have no. wanted Sharon Tate to kill all the people? No, I just fucking Sharon Tate. Sure, but it's not. It's about. Rick and Cliff, the Sharon's well, taste stuff it's, seems it's about tangential. Like that's, you keep saying this about old Hollywood. They don't mention other fucking people. Yeah, they have some cameos for people that are supposed to be random yeah, people like, at parties and stuff. But that's yeah, not. But they're not telling they that story. They mention a bunch of people from old Hollywood, but they're yeah, not telling a story about any of that. Rick lost roles to Steve McQueen. They mention how. Uh, who else? Yeah, there was other stuff too. With um, fuck. Yeah, they bring up like several, but it's it's. That's why I say move like, off the point of the ending because it's just going to be nonsense talk for whatever. All I'm saying is it's more clear the the things that are happening in Django and Inglorious Bastards and how those 
things are tied to those movies. I understand based on the three things that you have said and oh, the three the three things that the three of you said, plus the stuff that I've read, how this stuff is incorporated into this film and how it's supposed to piece it together and whatever. I just think, again, overall, this movie is not about that. And that stuff Correct. gets weirdly injected into the end in a more full way that, to me... Not only for a movie that I wasn't super invested in the story of Rick and Cliff, I wish I was more invested in it. There's no investment at the end because the end isn't even about them. Yeah, it's it just a altered history. Their existence altered history. Okay, so the movie is a so the movie the plot of the movie is altered history. That that's what like what would happen if if these two people existed. I mean, it's, I mean, that's I, a boring I, fucking plot. <laughs> if that's no, the point a, of the movie. I, think, I don't know, I it's an Oscar nominated plot. Again, Oscar nominated movies that are fucking terrible. True. What's the one where fucking Nicolas Cage is a wooden hand? That movie sucks. Pizza Pie. Moonlight. Moonlight. <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking yuck anyone's yum that liked the movie. I'm not trying to tell you that the three of you were wrong. I'm telling you I'm why like, I didn't what like it. What were the other movies that I? What was the other movies that I picked? It was Wind River. This, like, I, you would have hated Wind River. I know you would have because of like it's a oh, dark. You, hate the, you, don't you like, like dark bad movies. movies? No, you just don't like like you don't like like anything that involves like dark. Like I feel like like you don't like, like Moonlight is not a fucking cheery story. No, but I'm talking about like like not like that kind of dark. I'm talking about like dark like like murders and shit like that. Like this Wind movie River's wasn't that. This movie wasn't dark murders. The only. Gross. The Gross. only part of that Gross. was the that end of Oscar. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the only part of the movie that was like that was the end of the movie, which, again, really didn't feel like it fit the rest of this movie. Complete tone shift. I don't know. That's my take on the movie. Pick better right. movies. I don't know. Get better. Now, you maybe that's what you get to Lake House. <laughs> no, no, man. Please, don't do Lake House. Okay, now we're doing Lake House. <laughs> Uh, no, Brennan might actually like Lake House. I know. Right? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> what do I? What movie do I like? Uh, let me let me look at my backlog and let me just think about movies that I've seen that no, I like. You locked in Booksmart, Mike. We're watching Booksmart. I'm not like, gonna pick lie, a movie like... where some historical event is loosely tied into throughout the film. So Brennan just I, hates I Dango, Dango. Like Again. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like one of my favorite movies I've watched in a long time. I, it just jived with me. I get, I, I, and, I get, and I get why yeah. it wouldn't jive with people. Like, but like I if you can look understand at, like, why you like the movie. Like the things you you're look, saying that, that you like about it, I'm not saying are invalid. Like I understand those things. I'm just saying for me, I couldn't fucking get on the train because. And if you look at like the user reviews, it's probably one of Quentin Tarantino's lowest user reviews. It's 70%. Oh, we didn't do that today. No, because again, no. off the fucking bat, it was down um, the throat for hating the ending. But I will say this, and I'm kind of mad. Like, I love this fucking movie. I love it. I wish I kind of picked Tron Legacy because I feel like Brendan would have been like, that's the best movie ever. Like, like I feel like Brendan would have really, really liked Tron Legacy. And it's probably going to be my Do next we have watched the first Tron first? I have never no, watched it. No, we're not watching that. No, if, no don't, I mean, watch, if, don't if, bother if, with the first If one. some month we pick Tron Legacy, I'll probably, for my own self, watch Tron because I've never seen it. Yeah, but the, the but the second one's just fucking. I, the second one is wildly underappreciated. But I, there's a big group of people who fucking love the movie. A big group of people that love that movie. Listen, like, I, I I also like the movie. I will yeah. say this too. I was actually really looking forward to this movie for two reasons. Because last month we had to watch fucking Moulin Rouge, uh, 
and I wanted something that I was going to hopefully be like, hell yeah. And I'm I, Todd's not going to believe me. I want to like the movies Todd picks. I really fucking do. I I still have a bone to pick with you with Prisoners because I still think that's like one of the greatest again, movies ever made. Again, like, we don't have to rehash all your movies. <laughs> My problem with Prisoners isn't necessarily about the quality of the film or acting or any of that. It's I personally don't like watching that type of shit. That's why I don't think you would have liked Wind River because it's kind of like not as drastic yeah. as that one. But yeah. like, like I will stand by. I think Hereditary is really not that good of a movie, but it also well, was a movie that was like shit. I don't want to watch. I love that TikTok just confirms with me on a daily basis that that's like the greatest horror movie ever made, and every Hereditary? fucking movie guy, yeah, every movie I... guy, Ugh. every movie guy on TikTok is just like. 10 out of 10. ten. Like the, they get like to the more than Midsummer. And... I thought people say Midsummer's better. No, it's yeah. No, people like Midsummer, but I don't think people like Midsummer. Midsummer's not really scary because like it's scary, but it's not like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Can but I, I quickly re- go ahead? Say, get in there. No, I can I quickly say I <laughs> wish I wish that you had not seen Get Out, so that that could have been one of my picks. I really wish that was like an option I had at some. That'd point. be a cool yeah. pick. Yeah. Well, he probably hasn't seen us. Please don't pick oh, that. Yeah, I really I, don't want I to also watch didn't that. Care. I really didn't care for us. So like, I, I really like that. that. I, I like that. Also, Mike, that also has a loose uh, historical I know. tie to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not the use of that in a film. It's simply what this movie is trying to tell me. I just feel like it was unnecessary. And again, part of me is also like, it feels like a weird thing to use as a set piece plot device, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Because it's like about a real gruesome thing that happened to a pregnant woman and like four other people. Like it's just a weird thing. Like for yeah, what it's cool. worth, after, but, but that was but during worth, that time period. Tarantino but like showed the. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, Tarantino showed the uh, the scripts and they the were fan. To, like they were they were okay with it. Like, they're like, yo, yeah. don't don't do that. I mean, she that was, was like something like, that time period. Oh, though. You know like, what? That, that murder was like nothing like that. I don't think nothing like that ever happened during. Like, so it makes sense that that's like, the, I know you don't like. Yeah, no, again, I get it. I, I read more about the actual history of this stuff than I cared to because I wanted to understand it more and understand if there was more significance to why it was used in this movie. And again, I understand the points you've all made and I understand what I read online about the reasoning and significance. It's a cultural touchstone. It is a. You know, it's an important thing that happened in Hollywood, blah, 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 all this stuff. And again, if you look throughout the, the, the plot of the movie, all of the real violence that happens in the movie at the end and at the ranch is against people that hurt Hollywood people. In the movies, once upon a time in Hollywood. So, like, here's the reverse of if these Hollywood people that got murdered got to then beat the shit out of and murder those murderers. Well, it's funny you say that too, because the movie is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I still was like, oh, oh. Quinn's going to die, you know? Like, it's like, it's yeah. literally like, you know, it's like, and honestly, I didn't, didn't even click with me. Honestly, I think a better ending would have been if Cliff and Rick or one of them died. Oh, here we go. All right. You know, no. uh, <laughs> like, but like, see, like, can, but that, that's, but I get what you're saying, but that was so what I thought was going to happen that I thought it would have been so dumb if they did that. Because I was like, oh, no, what I, I thought was going to happen was they were going to like 
that one of them or both of them was going to die first, yeah, and then 100%. they were going to go kill everyone that dies yeah, in real life. But yeah. that, that's they what I thought connected. was going to happen. They were going to be connected at the connected to everything. I, there was yes. no way I thought anyone was getting out of that okay. It, and I wouldn't have thought that if he didn't take the acid. But like when he took the acid, I'm like, oh, no. When he takes I, I was, the acid, I literally said to Jen, I go, I was like, okay. So like they're going to get super high and yeah. like think that like they're going to witness the murder next door but think it's oh, not yeah, happening because yeah. they're super high and that's what i thought was going to be yeah. the end of the movie yeah i i just love i think that's like both of those two characters uh leo and brad are like some of my favorite characters from like fucking any any film ever like i fucking love them do, love them do i want to keep burying myself and say more or do we yeah, want to wrap things up you can I say, say fun. if you have something else. This is one. your show, Brendan. If you want to, it's our show. You know, you're fucking. <laughs> uh, I mean, for the ride. well, what did Jen, what did Jen think? Uh, n- no, not a fan. Was also bored by it. She was definitely more invested towards the end, and I think it was for. She didn't say this to me, just but just based on her seeming a little more focused on the movie, because a lot of the beginning she was like on her phone, like didn't care, and I'm not gonna lie. The movie chugs a little bit in parts for me. It was not like really I, I like it invested. more and more every time I watch it. Like and like not the end part, like the smaller parts, like the little and like I, the. I can't decide if I and this is what I was saying before, but I will still say that after. I can't decide if I liked some of the like choices of scene transition where it's like cutting back to other movie footage. Like I I can't decide if I like it or not. Like it's like fucking family guy like cutting to like other movies when they're talking about it and stuff i don't know i can't decide I feel if, like that's if part of the course for like tarantino i can't think of examples but i feel like that's something that he just does interesting he always jumps he's he always jumps yeah. well i mean not so much in like django but like in a lot of his earlier films like like pulp fiction pulp fiction is literally it just jumps it jumps around it's okay. like he's like the guy that started that in like does, movies like does django I can't remember now. I don't did, think it does. Did, jump around. did Django? I don't think it does either. And does does Django and or Inglorious Bastards have a narrator? I, I know this whole movie so. didn't have a narrator, but there were points where I think it was Kurt Russell that was narrating. Yeah, yeah, he, he narrated the narrator narrated halfway the through the film. Yeah, I I don't understand that. Like, well, he just like, I think that he narrated around very quickly because again they transition the movie from being somewhat about ricky's story to then like all right kurt russell's gonna come in and here's everything that just happened he goes to italy does this all this stuff because we're just gonna get I to this weird like murder end that that might have been like okay full disclosure going to the film i what like i had just believed like oh yeah this is just a straight retelling of like real events i wasn't aware of like all the fictional characters involved but i believe the narrator only really comes in once things go to get real wildly yeah wildly off course so once it's like okay once they're setting up like what we all are to believe to be the manson family murderers the manson family murder uh the narrator comes and it's like hey let me set up all this stuff for you guys so you're all going in thinking okay i know how this goes and it doesn't i also yeah, wonder it was if, weird i also wonder if the narrator's not used because that's the point where it gets away from hollywood yeah like Wait, the story is, I wonder if the narrator comes in because that's the point where it gets away from Hollywood. Like Rick goes to Italy and it's telling yeah. the story of like everything that happens away from like Hollywood. Like the narrator is being used because we're not in Hollywood anymore. The film is about Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So I wonder if the narrative. I mean, he's still he's like, still there when back they're too. back when they're back explaining like where people were when like they were leaving the individual drinking establishments and oh, okay, going back okay. to their homes. But I, yeah. I mean, I like that interpretation of it. I mean, the other thing I was trying to because again, for me, there was a lot of this movie where I was trying to figure out like, okay, I know at this point or at some point that like this is about real murders Sharon Tate murders unsure if other people are supposed to be real people or if they're based on people specifically in regards to like Leo and and fucking Brad Pitt's characters at some point during the movie I looked it up cuz I I was like I need to know wh- who's supposed to be real and what's not cuz again for me throughout the movie a big thing was trying to piece together what of this is supposed to be reality and what of this is supposed to not be based on real world events or whatever. Um, so when it gets to the ranch stuff in the movie has a tonal shift for a lot of different reasons, obviously like it's gets a little bit darker. There's a more violence starting to come into the movie. Um, a lot of, I think real uncertainty about like what exactly is going to happen the rest of this movie. Um, because again, for me, the movie up to that point is focused more so if not fully on, uh, Leo's career. Um, Rick, Rick, I don't know. I can't fucking remember his name. Ricky. Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton. Dalton, Cliff Booth. Um, and I'm like, okay, so this first half act, whatever of the movie is, you know, movies getting made, TV shows getting made, and those people in those scenes, but also in their real life outside of those scenes, and it's all kind of blending together. And then you get to this part with uh, Brad Pitt's character, Cliff, and he goes to this thing, and it's like, okay, now we're kind of in a scenario where, like, this is still real life within the movie, but it seems like what's going on when he's at the ranch is like seems not real. Like it seems unbelievable. Could it, like it could be unbelievable. Like it could be a movie, but it's what's really happening. So I was trying to figure out if like okay, is the point of this supposed to be like we're going from uh like quote unquote Hollywood to now like real life, but real life so real and ridiculous that it is quotes Hollywood. Like it could be a movie. I don't fucking know. That's what my brain was trying to do while I was trying to piece this movie together in my head. Um, it's just crazy to me how good Quentin Tarantino is at writing characters because fucking, he gets everyone fucking Oscars. Like literally like everyone is usually like either up for an Oscar in his movies and they usually win like 90% of the time. I think like hateful eight is probably like you the, only the writing or you think it's the acting. I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think these guys are fucking creating this character. I think Tarantino is creating this character, and he's fucking right. Yeah, Has I think Brad Pitt never won an act uh, an Oscar that before that. First. That was his first. That was his first um, Oscar. Robert Forrester won for Jackie Brown, which is like Robert Forrester's like was at the tail end of his career. Like he wasn't even having. He didn't really even have much of a career. Um, who else? Uh, what what is Jackie Ford. Brown? It is. Oh man, it's like a. It's it's basically like a black exploitation film uh pam greer's in it and it's 
not re- it's not really, but it was kind of like loosely based on like her style of character that she played. And I forget what the time period was, 70s, 80s. Um, but is it better than Black Dynamite? It's not like that. It's not even like comparable to that because it's not like it's, oh, it's more not, serious. It's not... Okay. It's so like, like it's, it's, more... it's, it's like not a black exploitation film. No, I should, so like it's kind of like like it uses elements of that, and okay. he does his own kind of thing with it. But um, yeah, I don't know. And it's got De Niro. It's got like the cast is great, and like that's just a, but like Robert Forrester plays like the bail bondsman guy in the movie, and he fucking is, steals a movie. But uh, yeah, but I, he just brings out the best and all. But it's like the same with fucking Travolta. Travolta was a fucking nobody when Pulp Fiction came out. Like his career was so dead. That like mm-hmm. he and then like Pulp Fiction came out and the guy Tell had like me, the big, look who's talking series didn't fucking bring him I back. I fucking love those movies, so I, I mean like you know. <laughs> so my, the the other controversial thing that I was gonna say earlier, I'll say it now, so we can fucking move on and everyone can hate my opinions. Uh, which Jen actually did agree with this opinion in in a way, though I don't agree with it to the same extent that she did. So after watching this. I do not think that Leo is a bad actor at all. But I do think he kind of acts the same in a lot of movies. Um, I this is not... You need to see the movie Aviator, first of all. And he got robbed for an Oscar for that movie. He shouldn't have won an Oscar for the fucking movie. I'm not movie saying he's a bad actor. actor. No, no, no. I know, like but I'm saying like, him in I don't movies. Think what's even Gilbert Grape, he should have fucking won an Oscar for her. Uh, he should have fucking won. Like the 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 one Oscar he won, it was a good movie, but like it was more like physical acting than acting acting. Yeah. Where like where like I like I highly recommend The Aviator. It's about uh, I think Hughes, the guy who like was a uh, created like airplanes and everything. Mm-hmm. Howard Hughes, and it is he's fucking incredible in that movie. Like, and it's not like you're. It's not like oh, that's Leo playing Leo. You know, like so. I, and it's not so. It's not even saying like that's Leo playing Leo. I, I mean, maybe that is what I was saying without saying it. But like, I just notice a lot of similar ticks that he does in specific roles. Like, there was a lot of I think similar things in scenes with how he delivers lines and stuff. Where I'm like, oh, okay, I've seen him deliver this same type of thing in Django in. Uh, great Gatsby like similar I don't I don't know again it's not a bad thing I just like it stuck out to me a lot I was like I feel like I've just seen him act like this is just how he acts maybe I don't know I I really yes it's similar similar stuff there too I think I really enjoyed the the kind of stutter he had when he was not acting when he was just Rick Dalton yes and then you you see him practicing his line, so that way when he goes into the scene, he can just so, nail it. And that's actually one of the things that made his performance stick out to me is I feel like he does that type of line delivery in a lot of movies. Which I that's when I asked Jen, I was like, "Is this how he talks? Like, is that why he does this?" Because it like it stuck out to me. She I didn't like look up interviews or anything, but she said that she, she doesn't think that's how he talks normally. Um, but that's like clearly in his fucking acting bag like that's his in he pulls that card out at least in the movies i've seen but jen said went on to say and she's downstairs so she can't defend herself and we'll just move on that he peaked when he was like a late teenager in tombstone with backs basketball diaries and marvin's room so guy, ha- guy hasn't made a bad movie like 
fucking like you don't peak you can't peak that young and make all these amazing movies departed aviator fucking Wait, when, when did she say he peaked i don't know she said late i don't know though she basketball the age. pre pre titanic basketball diaries in marvin's room those are know. those are the two movies he made before titanic which is like yeah. the the best selling film of all time going I into like know. i've never seen ago. either of those movies <laughs> Uh, I feel like I liked him in Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, he's great in that movie. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad actor, and I don't think Jen was either saying he was a bad no, actor. No, I see, I see what you're saying. Like the um, the scene where he's doing the scene with the girl, like on his lap. Yes, that scene is like you could interchange him doing the scene at the table in Django in that scene. Yes. It's like the same, mm-hmm. but that might just be his like villain. Yeah. Which again is fine. It just, it was so like, he's not often the villain. So, okay. Right. So it was very like caught my attention. Whereas I think there are other actors I could see in different movies and like see a different, maybe it's more of, and again, it could just be what I've seen of Leo's movies, but it might speak more to, Maybe his acting range isn't as wide as some other actors in regards to like being able to, you know, like you said, he doesn't play a lot of villains. So maybe his villain acting is, yeah. you know, not as strong as. Yeah, some unlike other stuff. Like, a, like a Mark Wahlberg who like has. Like, no, Mark Wahlberg. Or Ryan Reynolds who plays Ryan Reynolds in. Everything. I mean, Ryan Reynolds just plays himself or, or, or whatever heightened version of himself that is. Mark he, Wahlberg he, plays the Mark Wahlberg that's in his head in every movie. He's you're just saying like, he's a transformer? Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg plays plays what would be Marky Mark if Marky Mark never went away. He just he just plays the idea of Mark Wahlberg that's in his head. Like, oh, this is definitely who I am. <laughs> do, you, do you know uh, his brother? Wait. Donnie? One. Which one? The one who's married to Jenny McCarthy? No, his brothers are the w- ones that are in New Kids on the Block, right? Well, no, they're brothers, they're fr- they're friends. Just, uh, I don't think his uh, Don, Donnie was. Donnie was, was, Donnie was in New Kids. Yeah, Donnie. Uh, he has like a show on HGTV, maybe or something. Yeah. He he has it where he he like restores old New England homes. Did you know? Did anyone else know that? Oh, that's amazing, though. Yeah. Why are all these people having shows on HGTV? You guys were the ones thing. telling me that you guys were the ones telling me that uh, little, little John had a show, right? You, I don't know if I told Mike, uh, Dom, and Todd that. Did, did either of you know that little John has a fucking? Oh, uh, yes. No, it's amazing. It's like it's like it doesn't. I haven't watched it. I've seen a commercial for it, but it doesn't seem like a show where it's just like put celebrity here and do thing around it. He seems like he's been doing this for a long time and has a partner that he like designs with and builds homes and stuff he, he was very into what was happening on the commercial i was like all right if you good for little john make that money if, if you look up leo's films it's fucking insane like dating back to like 90 and like there's very few bad movies the guy's ever made in his life like it's insane like yeah i'm looking through everything now ones, like, yeah like gangs in new york revolutionary road uh in- inception fucking uh romeo and juliet fucking this boy's life which is fucking the most depressing movie ever you probably read the book in high school i'm sure some of you have uh Uh, basketball diaries shutter island catch me if you can django to the parted 
uh, Aviator. It's fucking insane. Did you see, see the movie that he's making with Scorsese right now? Killers of the Flower Moon? It looks amazing. I can't wait. And it got pushed to 2023 with some soul Um, Brennan, it, uh, it's based on the, uh, creation, the Oklahoma murders and the creation of the FBI. Hmm? I know how much you hate that. Yeah. I, sure. I don't know. I, uh, no, can I just quickly we, say? We, we picked another I'm, movie. I'm picking, I'm picking Zodiac. Picked a, on, someone picked a fucking movie that was sort of altered history, and I did like that movie. Was it Grave of the Fireflies? No. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really like that movie. Uh, Black Klansman. Isn't that altered version of that story? Did someone pick Black Klansman? I think I, I know, just I, 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 I must just watch them on my own. Yeah. There's a thing I on TikTok. Movie, but I think that's altered also altered history. I don't think it's like full. I think it's I think it's largely You know the scene in Black Klansman. It's altered but yeah, I think when that's he's like, so, kind of what happened, though, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. I think, I think the, the I bomb think plot the, thing or like didn't actually happen, but for the most part, the rest of it, like I all, broad strokes, happened. I also think I'm trying to remember because I did read about it that's after. The one with Adam Driver, right? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yes. I and, think uh, uh, Denzel Washington's and, kid. Yeah. Yeah. The, at the end of the movie, does he leave the police force? I don't remember. What happens at the end? Of I don't the movie? remember either. He's with the girl at the end. Um, does he leave the police force? I feel like he does. I can't remember, though. It's been a while so since I've seen I, that. I think there's some... I think the part of it that's that's a little altered is... I think the true story, that guy, I think, is still a cop. Like, I think he stayed a police well, officer. There's a video I keep on seeing, and it's like actors actually playing themselves. And it's a scene when he's running down the street, and he's like... When, what's his name, says, like, all the racist shit. Fucking uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, like yeah. When he, I forget what he says. He says like there's a couple of lines, and they're like when actors are actually playing themselves, and it's like a thing I've seen on TikTok, and it just shows that clip every fucking time. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fucking pick better movies, Todd. So, I like Marriage Story. That's a fucking fucked up, depressed story with no action. That's a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I like Marriage Story too. I think it's that made me like Adam Driver even more because like. He's the only good thing about the fucking Star Wars movies is Adam Driver. Adam Driver's is good. Like he's just he's fucking just a good actor. That's the only part of that movie that I've seen. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I just like that. It was a good impression of Adam Driver. So I, I have heard that Adam Driver also is someone that plays the same role in everything because I have watched most of Girls because Jen watched that show. Girls is great. He is just the same character, and he is just Kylo Ren. Like, he just constantly is, like, throwing fucking temper tantrums. And I guess kind of in Marriage Story, too. Um, I did like that this is a... I now have another uh, origin story for a, for a gif on the internet. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So last oh, week yeah. when we were talking, and it, you had said something like, I think he rides a horse. Yeah, you said, I think he rides a horse. And then I texted Dom and I said, this is Brendan when he sees Leonardo DiCaprio on a horse. And I sent him the gif of uh, Leo just going and pointing at the screen. That's what I I love the dance where he's like, when he's doing the, like, the, the it's like a two second thing when he's doing the Wait, dance. that's in this thing. movie too? Like what? there's another gif that's pulled from this movie that people use? There's a bunch, yeah. The one where he's doing that dance where he's like, when he's with the two girls next to him on the white screen, when he's like singing the song. It's like a also, very small part of the movie. Like I'll send it to you. I, I don't remember yeah. people using that one that much, but I I remember the scene you're talking about. Um, what else does anyone else have to say about this movie? Anything? 
I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I might have said this already. The only thing I'll say is I enjoy this movie every time I fucking watch it more. Like, I was so excited to watch. I watched it when it first came out on, on demand. And then I made Amanda watch it the next night. And, like, usually I fucking fall asleep during movies all the time. And yeah, something about this movie. I just really. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I just like Quentin Tarantino, though. Like, I, I honestly, he, I, for me personally, like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie I don't like from him. I, I could see myself actually enjoying this movie more a second time simply because if I were to rewatch it, which I don't foresee myself doing anytime soon, but if I were to rewatch it and not have to be thinking about why the Sharon Tate stuff is connected to the movie and can enjoy the other parts of the movie for what they are, I think I might maybe enjoy it a little bit more. But you were going to say something, though? I was going to say, I don't know if... She, uh if Margot Robbie has 10 lines as Sharon Tate, but I thought right. she did like, I thought she did really good as Sharon Tate of being like, this is like how like carefree and like genuinely nice a person that was right. Like when she picks the up the hitchhiker yeah. and then gives him yeah. a yeah. hug and everything. Yeah. yeah like, she yeah. like, I don't know if she has 10 lines, but like you can like just through her acting, you can see like, her yeah. biggest is just a genuinely theater. nice or person. Like that going to the movie yeah. theater. Yeah. 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 The only part of the movie theater scene I didn't understand or a fucking under. Well, I mean, I understand because fucking Tarantino is clearly a weird feet person, but like no Gosh. one takes their fucking feet off, shoes off in the movie theater, especially oh, not dude. a fucking. Oh, you've never seen that? I've had people fucking like in like in front of me and I fucking. We see know their you feet have to have a look at movie theaters, Todd. No, I've been to many movies. So, I've never seen someone the take six, their fucking shoes it's off. It's also the 60s, though, so. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But there was just time. so much. It didn't need to fucking be there. That didn't need, that there didn't need to be feet there. But that's like a Tarantino thing. It's, like, yeah. he's a fucking feet. It's, it's like, no, it's I, literally. I understand that, but like. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, like, it's know. like the fucking. Um, I, th- that's the other thing about the connection, I guess. Which, again, I, I, I just personally feel like is just an unnecessary thing in this movie. But. You have. Sharon Tate, who is at this point very young actress, you know, hasn't really had her chance to like fully blow up yet and like have a career. And you have someone, Ricky, who is at the end of his career seemingly. And you have these two people that, uh, you know, are like not replacing each other, but like because of the altered history at the end. You know, his career is coming to an end. Hers gets to, you know, have, have a, she gets to have a career. You know what I mean? So there's like that aspect of it, I guess. Oh, there's a theory too that uh, Cliff is actually um, the son of, uh, the, the son of, Glorious Bastards. Yeah, Brad Pitt and Glorious Bastards. There's like a whole theory behind that. All the oh, rain. You know, the other, I sent it to Mike yesterday. There's, uh, Tarantino confirmed it, which I still, like Mike said, it like doesn't make sense for him to like make history of other people's characters. But Django is the ancestor of Shaft. Oh really? Yeah, I guess. Also, um, I'm reading this other thing right Django's, now. Says... Django's wife's name is Broomhilda von Shaft. Ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm reading something right now. It says huge Tarantino theory reveals Margot Robbie wasn't Sharon Tate. I'm like, what, what am I? And this is like a recent article from like four weeks ago. That's weird because I believe she's named 
share right. and hate like with right. five characters. Um, I do believe I've I've heard and I was telling Dom this the other day, like that these movies exist in a shared universe. Like even the the cigarette that um Rick Dalton promotes during the credits is like the the cigarettes that's used in all of Tarantino's films, right? Red something. Red I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could just be references to like could be just stuff. references. I necessarily it's one like of those this, things that these are all happening. Yeah, it's together. one of those things that it might be kind of like the the Pixar shared universe theory where people just kind of tie things together. Yeah. But I do like the concept of like in an altered history where, you know, there was a, a slave that went around killing slave owners and Hitler was killed Erdreich by, was killed I think by a, yeah. Like what was it, a flamethrower in like a movie theater? I forget exactly how that played out. That was out. the third Reich. Did was Hitler in the theater? I can't remember. I believe the I believe Hitler was killed in that theater towards the at the end. Is of the it film. the same fucking flamethrower that Brad Pitt uses? Uh, that fucking Leo uses at the end no, of this movie? No, I mean I doubt it because he he clearly kept that from the. I know it's from, from that movie. Yeah, it was a. I doubt it was they, a similar like set up almost how he was like standing over a balcony, like shooting flames down yeah. at the. Yes. Yeah. So I, so it could have been like, like the idea of them all like yeah. a movie portrayal of, of that. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. Of, well, that, yeah. That's, that's actually I like kind the of idea of them all like being connected. like, yeah, yeah, this is a history. This is a, a universe where, you know, all these bad people met very gruesome ends. Um, I think earlier, we said Rocketman lead actor beat. beat. I forgot, I forgot uh, he was one of those. That was a different year because I, I still have the tab open. Oh, wow. It was actually uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Oh. Um, I must have clicked uh, the wrong year. Because yeah, I, I, I think, was scrolling I through the Oscars for that year, and when I got back up to leading role, I was like, wait, did we look at the wrong fucking thing? I um, think he was great in the Joker, but I think Leo saw oh, no, that role. Go, uh, Golden Globes, that's what I clicked on. Uh, okay. Yeah, so actor in a leading role that year was Joaquin for Joker, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leo for this, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, and then lost Best Director to uh, Par- Parasite. Makes uh, sense. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Parasite. I liked Parasite way more than this. I probably like I like this more, but Parasite was really good, so I get that. I still don't watch Parasite. Parasite is very good. I will say though, Parasite is a movie that I don't think I could ever watch again because yeah, I get once that. you know what happens in the movie, I feel like I feel like that journey for the first time is what makes the movie special. Um, also, I watched everything everywhere all at once. Did I say that before or no? You said it last I feel like okay. Yeah, I feel like we did talk about. Movie it. was good. Whoever hasn't watched it yet should watch it. I don't know if you watched it, Todd. It's fucking very good. I have. Uh, I want to see. I, I get to watch Memories of a Murder from the guy who did Parasite. Everyone says that's like one of the best movies ever. Um. Yeah. No. Everything all at once is great, and I love. I hope that they. She, she's. I feel like at this point, front runner for Oscar. And I really hope what's his name from Goonies gets fucking nominated because he's so good in that. Her husband. Uh, and, uh, I forget. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, yeah, it's him. It's the first movie he's done in like forever. So it's like, and he's yeah, so he good. Was good. Everyone's great in it. Like, yeah, 
No, the 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 daughter is also really good. I forget what her name is. I forget her uh, name. She's really yeah. I was gonna say I didn't think I'd like her either from the first. She, uh, she's was in the most recent season of the Marvelous Miss Maisel. It was pretty good in that. Actually, from in the last two. Seasons. Oh, that's what she's from. She's okay. pretty good in that. I don't know what else she's in, but uh, she might actually she might have oh. been in the Gilmore Girls fucking Netflix reboot. I don't remember. Uh, anyways, anything else to say about this movie? I think we covered it. Greatest movie of all time. Nope. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's an all right film. I don't think it's in my top three, but by the way, I I, I keep like trying to go back to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my top three would be. Actually, I do. Yeah. Pulp Fiction and Reservoir yeah. Dogs are going to be in my top three. So then it, I don't think Reservoir Dogs holds up. I just I really I have it. to rewatch it then. I I just I still think it's I'll a have great to rewatch movie. it. So, I think so, like in the grand scheme of things, though. So there is something actually interesting here. So I, out of the ones I've seen, I think Django is the best. Todd, you think this is your favorite one? Once upon a time, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it's this or Pulp Fiction. And, and Dawson, Pulp like, Fiction. Those three: Django, Once Upon a Time, and Pulp are my like three. And that, Mike like... said potentially Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so out of Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction. Someone has got to pick one of those movies soon because I, I apparently need to watch one of those. You know movies. my problem with Kill Bill is? Is that the first movie I think is a flawless movie. I'm not a huge fan of the second part. I think there's the second three or part... There's two. There's two. two. I, I, lo- I think the first one's flawless. I think the second one's still great, but it's not nowhere near as good as the first one. And it's kind right. of a letdown. Because... This is what we're doing. Next year is the 20th anniversary of Kill Bill. Perfect. So there we'll you go. Kill, we'll, do a, we'll do a little Kill Bill... Fucking episode. Same way we did for uh, Godfather this year. The year's not over yet. The year's not over. We have plenty of time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Movie's fine. I'm curious to see what Todd picks next, though. I'm curious to see. What was your pick before this? What was your last pick, Todd? Gross Point Blank. I keep on trying to pick movies. Gross Point Blank. So there's like movies Uh, that I would pick. There's movies that I would pick. uh, And then Donnie Darko. Uh, you didn't like Donnie Darko. Yes, um, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else? I, my, I, I think my, I think my opinion of Donnie Darko over the course of us talking about it got even better. Like I might have been a little more lukewarm on it at the beginning of the episode, but yeah, I feel like that's a multiple that more, viewing movie too. Like yeah, that's like yeah. one of those ones like you just pick yeah, up. Plus, you got to watch fucking Return to Darko, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, S Darko. S Darko. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't know. Gross Point Plank was fine. I don't know. It was kind of whatever. I like Swingers better. Gross Point Swingers Point is one of your best picks. Uh, you know what? I wanted to pick Adventures in Babysitting this time, and I feel like you, everyone would have hated me if I picked that movie, but still. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just, everyone should pick fucking movies that they want to watch. I keep yeah. on trying to pick movies that none of you guys have seen because I feel like I have so that, many movies I want you guys to watch. That's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep like, doing stuff like, I haven't seen. I have so many picks that, like, even if you've already seen a bunch of my favorites, like Drive and... Silver Linings Playbook are two of my favorite movies ever. But like, I know Someone, that everyone's already. I think we've all seen Drive. Yeah, and everyone's seen Silver yeah, Linings Playbook. I'm assuming too. I have not, but I'm also oh. not. Too uh, when's the last time you rewatched that movie, Todd? I watch it all the time. I, when's like the last I'm time going. you rewatched it, though? Probably about a year ago. Oh, why? And you still liked it? Oh yeah, I love it. It's like a, I, a comfort I put it on movie. like a few month, a few months ago, and. I was like, I don't know if I want to rewatch this. You know what it is? Like half of the movie, and I was like, you know what it is? Is that movie and like I feel like I like that movie. My love is for the characters. Like I even love De Niro in that movie. Like I love everyone in that movie. I and I love the ending, 
and it's like just like your typical like it's like a rom-com basically and it goes rom-com ways like and it's like it's it works so well, like that's my bread and butter right there yeah right uh Someone the other day told me to watch Baby Driver. I've never seen that. I did not like. I did not hate Baby Driver. There's some, some. Everyone was like, it has the best soundtrack ever, and I just the soundtrack didn't work for me. Yeah, like at all. That movie is very music enough. focused, right? Isn't yeah. the guy drive with like a yes. playlist or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, since we got my boy John Bernthal, John Bernthal, anything he's in, I'll support. So, Mike, what uh, what you just had for a movie? What happened? Uh, sorry, what? Just for a movie. Oh, I guess we're sticking with Booksmart. Oh, you sticking with Booksmart? Yeah. All right. I mean, if you want to change it, Mike, change it now. This Mike, is... pick Moonstruck. Yeah. Go with Moonstruck. Nobody wants to watch Moonstruck. It's a really I... fucking bad movie. I think Booksmart is streaming on Hulu. Yes. I think it is too, actually. All right, so Booksmart. We'll watch that for the month of August. Uh, you know, kind of, listen, Mike, you're kind of, you're kind of in a in a sort of the, topical. Because August, end of August, back to school. I'm assuming this is about school. Oh, I'll do this real quick since it's, I don't really know. I know minimal about the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard it described before as super bad, super but, bad girls. but girls. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess maybe I, maybe I know too much about the movie if that's an accurate, like, broad stroke description of it to. Actually, no, because the plot of super bad would be what? They want to get laid. What is what is the plot of Superbad? Like Booksmart's about yes. like two girls that are like that like have like spent their whole high school like being like. Do you know what the movie's about? Yeah, I've seen it. Shut the fuck up! I'm... Oh, okay, never mind. All right, yeah. Well, I was gonna say what I think the movie's about. Oh, okay. I didn't, oh, I didn't know that's where you're going. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There's your opening right yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I don't even know what you just said. I just heard you start saying this is what the movie's about, and I just like blacked out. Uh, I don't know. It's about a group of girls. I think it's two girls. I like I like Jonah Hill's sister. I think Jonah Hill's sister is like a great actress. Beanie uh, Files, Beanie, whatever her name is. I don't know who the fuck that is. Is she one of the main girls in this in the movie? Yeah. Yep. Um, if you look at her, you'll be like, "Oh my god, that's Jonah Hill's sister." Once you like, once it clicks, you're like, based on the fact that the title is Booksmart and it's about, I'm assuming, high school girls. That are smart, and, <laughs> and like the well, because like the term book smart is usually like, oh, they're book smart, but they're not street smart. So like they're gonna be finding themselves in scenarios that maybe people who are more invested in their studies wouldn't find themselves in, and it's gonna lead to some hijinks, maybe some alcohol, maybe some some weird weird sex scenarios. I don't know. I feel like it's an Olivia Wilde directed film, so there's definitely gonna yeah. be some weird sex shit in it. Oh, it's is that a, a thing? I don't even know. It's it's her, it's her first movie that she directed. So, and it, it's like, oh, it's. Very I know well her received. her Harry Styles movie apparently opens with them banging. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't for an overarching plot. I don't know. Are they graduating? And they're like, I want to fucking. I don't want to go to college without drinking before. I don't. I don't Fuck know. It, two weeks left. Exactly. Fuck it. Two weeks left. Drilling holes. Uh, so before we wrap things up, since it's a movie episode, we will end with not what's in the box, but the movie game that we don't have a title for. Uh, so if you're new to the show or you're a listener of the show, but you haven't listened to us do the movie game before, it is sort of similar to what's in the box. And the points will go into the overall score, but the point scoring system is a little bit different for this game. 
uh, where there are tiered points. So this is a good episode for any one of you to either pull further ahead or catch up to Dom. The scoreboard as it stands, 40, Dom is at 42. My, uh, Todd is at 31, and Mike is at 23. And then we got a bunch of delicious guest points. The closest being uh, Jesse and Ken with 11 and 10. Did I get fucked for like the last two weeks? I, I'm sure I got uh, fucked. Over. I mean, yeah. you missed six points, but I think yeah. the points got a little evenly distributed. So I don't think so. I think Dom got most of them. Uh, <laughs> no, you at least got two right, Mike. I think. Okay, out of six, out of six possible points, yeah, so, two so is... you bumped up two, and Dom went up four. But that's the beauty of of movie week is that for these, it's like tiered these. points. So if you get it on the first tier, you're going to get three points. If you're going to get it on the second tier, I guess we'll, we'll name it. If you get it at tier three, you'll get three points. Tier two, two points, etc. Obviously, the the lower point tiers mean you have been revealed more information. So we will start with minimal information. Everyone can guess freely. And when everyone agrees to move down a tier... We will continue to do that. Movie number one. Released in, actually, I, sorry, I wanted the rating for this movie and I need to make sure I have the correct rating because I just guessed. Uh, let me just check, double check. Movie number one, released in, and for the tier three, you do not get the date, you just get the year. Uh, released in 2015, this movie had a budget of $135 million. Do I give you gross on this tier? I feel like I gave you one more bit of information, I just don't know what, what part it is. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Is it rating? I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's... Maybe. I, what is the fairest way to break this down? We'll just discuss it as a group. So I think I think year and budget and one other thing. You want gross or do you want rating? I, either or, it doesn't matter. I mean, I feel like it's going to we'll be do tough. Regardless. I'm sorry, we'll do we'll do gross. the The top tier will be will be year, budget, and gross, and then more will come from that. So, 2015, a budget of 135 million. And a gross of five hundred and thirty-three million. So what we've established then is that this movie came out in twenty fifteen and it did well. And if you do well. yes correctly here, you will be awarded three points. What uh, is the Dark Knight? Incorrect. Dark Knight was two thousand eight. Oh, was it really? Um, I was like. Yeah. I was like trying to think back to when that movie came out. I, I figured I was a little off. Dark Knight was 2008. Dark Knight Rises was 2012. Oh man, how do you remember that? I Those are like a few movies that I kind of keep track of. It sounds awful, but I think Brendan, Brendan was with me when we saw Dark Knight at like yes. IMAX and it was the day yeah. after the shooting and we were standing in line like all paranoid and we were just mm -hmm. like Fucking like, and and all the security guys were standing like when we walked into yeah. Jordan's IMAX. It was that that killed the midnight release. Let me. Yeah, tell you absolutely. Yeah, right. Uh, hold on. Twenty fifteen. I want to say Age of Ultron might have been the year before. I don't know if this would be a Marvel film, but if it Budget were of one thirty five. 
the Go off on. of that budget, that budget. I mean, the gross. He gave gross, and he said like three something. That's no way. It's like Age of Ultron. Thirty three. Yeah. Oh, was yeah, 30 something? Five thirty-three. It was That's a budget of one thirty-five million and a gross of just over five hundred and thirty-three million. Or it might have been like five thirty-two and high change. So about five thirty-three. That that rogue million, or that rogue couple hundred thousand, is not going to change. I we only get one guess per thing, right? Uh, I mean. You can't go bonker town, but like if you have another guess, I mean, you want to throw it no, out. No, I don't. I don't have one yet, but I'm just curious. I don't want to like. Uh, hold on a second. The only other thing I I want to. I do think what is... we might have did last time was you get three guesses per tier. That sounds right. Force yeah. Awakens. Uh, incorrect. What'd you say? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So far, the guesses have been Force later. Awakens. Uh, I don't Dark think so. Knight. Nineteen would have been the third one, right? 191715 I think they weren't oh maybe actually yeah I, uh, I got another guess maybe Ant-Man incorrect What year was Ant-Man like come on I need you for these dates Ant-Man 2016 maybe Oh so I was close okay You're close I'm I'm guessing that one I I can't yeah, quite yeah. please um, I'm trying to remember when the last Harry Potter film would have come out. That would have been early, earlier than 2011. Yeah, earlier. I think we were still in high school, Mike, weren't we? No. The last film? No, I don't think we were. Oh, the school. last book definitely came out in high school because I the drove you to Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. I was yeah. like 35, so you guys were probably freshmen in <laughs> high school. Yeah, I was still I, in diapers. I <laughs> explicitly remember that night driving to the Route 1 Barnes and Nobles one specific thing at some point in the car i think i said because i did not give a fuck about harry potter nor really do i give a fuck about books i said i remember turning to mike and saying oh shit i get to cross off go to a midnight release of a book <laughs> i actually read that when it came out I, and i was fucking way too old i actually loved it harry potter was great fuck the haters okay i mean so... I, think, I think people have some stuff that are they are very justified in not liking yeah, I mean, like, obviously her, but, like... Yeah, but doesn't the book have a lot of, like, anti-Semitic stuff written into it and uh, maybe other stuff? Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm too, dumb, yes. I'm too dumb to understand that stuff, so, like, but, it's, yes. me, like, it's like it's not there, yeah. but, like, I get it. Yeah, we don't I think, go on this whole I think you're right, I, yeah. but I, I'm in line with Todd, where, like, yeah, if you spell it out for me in that one, I'm like, okay, it's, I can see that relation, but I'm not it, going to pick it up. I think the place that Harry Potter stands in currently is that for a lot of people, the books are a big part of their their life. They read them, they love them, whatever. They enjoy that fandom. I think the bigger issue is less about maybe some of the stuff that people have mined out of the books and more of the stuff that J.K. Rowling does and says now. And I think that's the... Anyways. Yeah. Any other guesses? Okay, for this so, yeah, let me, uh, let me just throw out, because oh. I'm not... With the information that we have, I'm, I'm definitely not just going to pick a fucking thing out of my hat. Uh, 2014. Let me say, Interstellar. Who guessed? Didn't we decide? 20, isn't it 2015? It is yeah. 2015. I already forget the year too. I already forgot. It doesn't fucking matter. So Mike has, Dom has two left. Todd has one left. Uh, did you actually guess a movie first, Mike? I don't remember. No, I was just I was trying to Saying work out what movies I yeah. thought it came out during that year, that time frame. 
three points here. This would be a big, big, big I, jump. I, for I have my, I have my one last guess. But if someone else wants to go before me, they can. It's up to you guys. Nah. Twenty fifteen. One thirty five. Five thirty three. Uh, John Wick. Incorrect. That John Wick's that old. I think yeah. John Wick might have been twenty fourteen. Be yeah, I was wow. gonna say. I, I was gonna say. John Did the Wick second too, movie was... not come out for a long, long time or something? Like two years Actually, after I want to say. Or I, I'm, I came to these movies much later. Right. So I think you're right. I think I think John Wick one would have been 2015, and then maybe the next one 2017. Yeah, it was like two years later, and then three was like three, two or three years later. Twenty. Yeah. I can't 20, fucking wait for the next yeah. movie. It looks so good. That trailer is so good. Um, I can't it's, fucking wait. And it's got what's his name in it? it uh, the Ip Man. Fucking yeah. Uh, you remember his name? Yeah, it's gonna be oh, amazing. So, yes, it's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's he he's the one from Rogue One, right? I was yeah, that was yeah. Jedi. I was actually just trying to decide oh, yeah, yeah. if was gonna be a guest for me. Right, he was in that. Oh yeah. well, it's not Rogue One, so it was a freebie. <laughs> it was a freebie. But that he that's who he is, right? In that movie, he's like yes. the blind yes. Jedi. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, oh, well, fuck, he's not a Jedi. A good, he's just like a force sensitive guy, or yeah. whatever whatever he could do, he could. He he believes in the Jedi because at that point the Jedi were largely extinct and considered like a legend. Uh, Jade says they know what the movie is, so don't read yeah, the chat. I, well, they well, they, they put Google the answer right? in the chat, but uh-huh. no, no. Damn, Todd's calling you out. Todd said you're a fucking Google machine. Any other guesses for tier three? Yeah, no, why I'm not gonna waste my time just shooting out things. If- I want to make one more guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get it out of the way. But I don't know if I can do it off the top of my head right now. Inside Out? Incorrect. We yeah, move on. I, I couldn't tell you what Pixar movies came out when. Yeah, I just wanted to get that like Fair. category out of the way. I think that's 2015. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Mike, you do have one more guess if you want to throw something out there before we move on. Uh, 2015. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'll just be wasting my time trying to think of movies okay. that I think came out okay. the same time. It doesn't matter. So for I also need to get better at like what a heavy budget is versus what a light budget is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so different. Yeah, like yeah. from back then. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. So for tier two, I will give you the option. You can get the full date plus either genre or rating. No directing? Was, direct, was it directed tier two or was that tier three? No, nah, we did that for the other thing we did where oh, it was okay. like the game that you guys were fucking smashing out of the park every time I did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, just give me director. <laughs> All right, so what are the two things uh, we can get? So you, you either get full two, date or. Full date full. plus either the rating. Or yeah, see, I feel like full the genre even, doesn't even matter because, like, uh, I think uh, time of the year definitely it could. it could definitely I think affects. I think I prefer the genre. I, I, I don't know I, about I, you guys. Yeah, same, same genre. Yeah, I think I like genre better. Full day is just gonna tell me if it's a summer blockbuster or not. Yeah, exactly. No, I could or tell like you if it's a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, exactly. Or a Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, you're getting the full date regardless. The other, the choice yeah. is either do you want the rating or do you want the genre. I, I want the genre. I think I, I, still prefer I, the think genre, I can yeah. suss out. I think I can suss out other information. Okay. Like, without it. So the genre for this 
let me let me check one more thing because where I pulled all of the information for all three of these movies was from the same place, so it was kind of in line in case there were discrepancies elsewhere. I just want to quickly see if I Google this movie what else shows up for genre because it listed a lot of things and I don't necessarily want to say all of these things because I feel like that's just a very revealing potentially uh, let me see this genre okay nope they put it there too we're going to just do it we're going to just give you that information so released in December 25th, 2015. Oh, Christmas time. It's a, a big one. With a budget of 135 and a gross of 533, this action, adventure, drama, history, western released. Action, adventure, drama, history. Uh, Christmas 2015. Action, adventure. Hmm. History drama western. <sighs> Fifteen. Okay. You said history. According to where I pulled my all my information from, action, adventure, drama, history, western. All right, it's I'm gonna, gonna take be, a uh, guess. Are you gonna, I'm I, gonna I, say Django? Incorrect. I'm going to say I something like stupid that I know is not the answer, but Cowboys and Aliens. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier than that. Um, I'm going to think, I think True Grit came out before that. Ooh. Uh, did it? Guess. I think it did. I mean, I'm okay wasting uh, my guess. Tonight. I'll say, yeah, I'll say True Grit, but I'm pretty sure that was like a 2010-ish movie, 2011-ish movie. Is it that old? Probably. I've been meaning to watch who was the for a Who was the young time. girl in it? Haley Steinfeld, whatever oh, her name Jesus. is. Yeah. She was like she was like, she was like she was like eight then too. Like yeah, I know. I'll give you I'll give you an extra hint. Jory Costanza is not in this movie. Alright. Okay. Uh, are you guessing true grit, Mike? Yeah, uh, I'm going to just because I said I was going to. You said sci fi. Did you say sci fi as well? Or didn't I just make that no. up? And with up. True Grit, Mike gets no points. Uh, it is okay, not True Grit. History, Western, drama. Action, adventure, drama, history, Western. Released on December 25th, 2015 with a budget of $135 million and a gross of $533 million. Two points on the board for whoever can get this movie. Is this too In late the, to be Wild Wild West? Yeah, way too Very late. Very too late. That's like 90s, yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Incorrect. All right. I don't know That's what you have. I feel like it's too late for that too. I think like based so. off of the clues, I don't know date wise. I feel like that's a good, a good. I don't, use yeah, I don't know what the date was. I, I believe are. I believe that one was not a Western. That was took place in the forties or fifties. Yeah, it was like it was, during the nuclear was, bomb times. Yeah. So like yeah, forties. Um. Yeah, it's throwing me off. In history, I like I don't know if that means like it's slightly it, historically accurate or if it, it just, just means mean like it just takes place in the piece. past. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I have one more guess, right? I get three? Yes. All right. Go ahead, guess. I'm waiting for you guys to waste something on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry. 
I have one more guess, but uh, I'm going to throw out a guess. Three ten to Yuma. Ooh, good Incorrect. guess. Great movie. Too. I actually don't know what happened in that movie. I don't know when it came out. I don't remember anything about it. I just know the title. I want to say it was like 20, 2005, 2008, maybe. I'm going to guess there will be blood. Incorrect. I think that's also, I think I, that movie came out like I, a way earlier. I don't have any better guesses at yeah, this point. I'm, I'm done. I'm done thinking about cowboys in my head. So <laughs> I, I'm taking there. cowboys out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why, like... that's why I like went to just like the West instead. Right. All right. My last guess for this I round. I think it's Back to the Future 3. Wait, don't take my stuff. Uh, is it Lincoln? Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> what year was Lincoln? That movie was an action adventure. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I heard history, you know. <laughs> oh, but, but Mike, you still have one Abe, more guess. Abe Lincoln Van- <laughs> yeah, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> Did you just say a movie? I don't know. He did. Yeah, yes. Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter was a movie based off of a book, which I also saw. It's not your guess. Not, that, that yeah, I, I Abe saw Lincoln that. Anti- Vampire Hunter D. I I saw that movie also in theaters. I think I won. Did I see that one in New York too? I don't think so. Who has guesses left for this year? Mike. I have none. Left. I have no idea. It doesn't, three it doesn't fucking matter. Probably. I'm done guessing. Mike okay, has fair. Mike has a guess. I'm done guessing this round. No, don't don't even worry about it. Three cents of Yuma was like my thing. And right. we're moving on. Damn yep. points yep. just evaporating from potential scoreboard. So you will now get one point the rating. And the Rotten Tomato score. I feel like that's still really fucking hard. There's nothing I can, can really also give, give you like who made the film, not director, but like what, like it's a, it's a studio, whatever movie. Yeah. Studio. I don't think that matters to me. Either. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, who cares? So for one point, this movie released December 25th, 2015 mm-hmm. with a budget right. of 135 with a gross uh-huh. of 533. This mm-hmm. rated R action adventure drama history western mm-hmm. from 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. has a 78% critic and an 84% whatever other one on user, user on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think this is still, I think this movie. Made too much for this to be right, but I'm gonna say hateful eight. Incorrect. Huh. Um, the Adam Sandler spinoff. It's rated Ooh. R. Though. I that was uh, rated R, wasn't it? Which one? The uh, wasn't it only on Netflix? Evans? Oh no, I don't think I don't think that was it. Was like PG thirteen. So there there was. Okay, I'm gonna throw out my other guess because. There was a Magnificent Seven movie that came out that had yeah. Denzel Washington well, and Chris Pratt and all that stuff, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, that would be my there. second guess. Incorrect. All right. Have I don't guess. think Brennan... I, so, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, but, like, I don't think Brennan would ever pick a movie like that, that the Hateful Eight or whatever, you know, or the Magnificent just Seven. just a whole movie about Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. What was his 2015 movie? 
Mike, do not guess a third time yet. Unless you think you know it, fucking shoot for it. But when the other don't. when the other two give two guesses, mm-hmm. I will then reveal one more bit of information. So that way it's it's a level playing field. I don't want to give this information right. while they both still have three. Unless yeah, you're fine uh, with that. But I don't I, What rated R movies that you, I feel like this should be a little easier knowing that it's rated R because rated R movies don't gross that large. Usually or, unless it's like a big <gasps> Go ahead. You gonna say something? Deadpool. Incorrect. History Western. Oh fuck! Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far removed from that that I'm like. <laughs> uh, unless Dom wants to guess once, and we give back Mike two guesses, I can reveal. Fine, give back Mike another guess. No, do, do whatever. I think this is this is a disaster. I think you got to go director second round, or like second or round like a, director, no or, way. Or, or a low grade actor that's not like in the like the, the high billing, not like, just like yeah. Just somebody just we, happens right, to be for there. the next two movies, like we will, we will reevaluate that. some of these tiers. Maybe tier three is still um, going to be limited. Like you can't just be scooping yeah, up three no, points. No, no, you know what I mean? One hundred percent. I guess. I guess my my guess for this is going to be No Country for Old Men because I guess, I guess that's a good guess. But I think that was earlier. Yeah. Incorrect. The 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 guest pool is eliminated anyway because we're on tier one. There shouldn't even be a guest limit. I mean, obviously, don't just rant rant ramble yeah. up fucking movies. You know, be a little fair. But I'll reveal this other information. Uh, this movie was nominated for twelve Oscars. I think we did do awards last time, and I didn't do it this time. It was nominated for twelve Oscars yes, and you did, won because yeah, you gave us like some random award. Like if it was a bad movie or something, yeah. yes. So I'll do that for tier two on the next two movies. I'll add the awards into it. So this movie was nominated for 12 Oscars, and it won three of them. I'm going to say The Revenant. Mike gets oh, the fucking point, baby. There you go. It's always connected. Always connected. What's always connected? Just fucking on what we just did. Like, the movie we picked. And I, would, I wouldn't have been able to come up with that. On, with <laughs> Took you a while to get to a fucking Leo movie. I know, I didn't. I, I was I kept on thinking I don't know why I couldn't get Cowboys and Aliens out of my head, even though it's not rated R. It, it was so weird that you were stuck on that movie. When we said history and I don't know why. I was like, oh, we never said sci fi. So like has anyone seen this movie? Yeah. The Revenant? No, I've not. Is that genre description accurate? Is it a historical uh, movie? I guess. I, mean, I think it's yeah. about a real person. Oh, okay. So when you if you just Google the Revenant genre it also says thriller and survival, but I feel like I if I also said those things, it's just way too I much probably information. Still wouldn't have got it. Because uh, uh, what's his name? Hardy's so good in that movie as the bad guy. Uh, Jay does make a good point. Hateful Eight is a great guess because it qualifies it under is. a few criteria of yeah. what what you all think I do, which is you know have a theme. It's based on the 1915 poem The Song of Hugh Glass and describes frontiersman Hugh Glass's experience in 1823. He is a real historical fur trapper. The Hateful Eight also came out in 2015. It was also rated R. It it was a lot of things that would would fit in. Uh, Did anyone actually guess it? What? Yeah, Mike guessed it. The Hateful Eight? That was my my round two pick. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, movie number two. I'm gonna just pull up some other uh, information ahead of time that we spoke about. So for tier number one, 
or a tier three for three points eligible. This movie, this movie, this is what I'll do. I will add rating into tier three. So you get rating, year, budget, gross. For tier two, okay. you will get genre, awards, award consideration, full date. And for tier three, you'll get Rotten Tomatoes and, I don't know, some sort of actor, director, or something. Whatever can be somewhat beneficial, but not super, super, like, pointed. So, this PG-13 movie oh, I, released I got it. in 1997 with a budget of $40 million and a gross... Of fifty four point eighty seven million dollars. Oh god damn it! I have a guess, but I don't. I don't know how ridiculous of a guess this is. Ninety seven. Where was I? All right. Sophomore in high school. Fifty. So wait, budget of forty. I'm just gonna gross of fifty. Okay. Do it. Let's do it. I'm just gonna do it. Is it Wild Wild West? No. But oh, could, no. You imagine, I, I, like a, no. could you imagine? Could you imagine? I think Wild West came wait, out in '99. Did it? I think Wild West came out in '99. I knew it was um, late '90s when he said it didn't make a lot of money. I was like, oh, "Fuck, is it Wild Wild no, West?" Yeah, yeah no way. The, no, no way. Wild West made fifty-four, though. It definitely made more than that. Yeah, no way. So, Even for the bottom, budget of forty, uh, gross of fifty-seven. You said fifty-four point eighty-seven. 54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.54.87.
you were gonna say something you say when was yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to piece it in my head to see if it, it doesn't make sense because it should have made more money when was the mm-hmm. first austin powers Austin Powers is probably that, the right answer, to be honest with you. That's pro- it's probably the right I don't think it made a lot. Like that, was a right cult, that was a cult date hit. range. The I think second, 97 makes sense. I think that the was second the second one, one. The second one and third ones made all the money. The first one was like not a big blockbuster. I, I feel like it's I know really, the second. Here's yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. There's second money one, to make a second one, though. Here's what I'm going to say I, about the second one. The I second one must have come out around the same time as uh, as uh, The Phantom Menace because like the marketing kind of made it seem like, yeah. Awesome Powers, International Man of Mystery. Fire and Shaggy. Is that your guess? Is that both of your guesses? Wait, which one? Which I, one I, already, I already one? guessed. I already, the first one is, I think you're right with the first one. International the first one is International Man of Mystery. Is that your That's guess? That's my guess. Yeah. Is incorrect. Oh, I, I, Mike, use, guess the second one. <laughs> Spy and Shaggy? I mean, I incorrect. can't. I don't care. <laughs> <It's incorrect. laughs> no way, because the second one definitely made more money than 50, but I don't know about the first one. Someone Google that now. I'm really curious. I want to Google it just to see what the when it came out because I think you're right. I think it was 97. Uh, but yeah, it definitely didn't make. Um, did you already Google it, Tom? Million. It was. It was 97. What did it make for money though? I would be. I would be careful. Oh, I would be oh. careful googling movie years in case suggested movies pop up for that year. I'm not Googling. I'm literally typing oh, just, into Wikipedia. Gotcha. 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 Uh, are there any more guesses left for tier three? I don't know if that, no. that might actually help us though. Uh, no, I don't have any more guesses. Like, so awesome powers only cost $16 million to make. Oh my God. I think I know the answer to this. Oh no, it's no PG 13. Never mind. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with the uh, tier two. Yeah, I feel like still gaining information from other movies during rounds could potentially be. I feel like it's still. I feel like it's. Okay, that's fair. But it's still. I. I don't know. We'll see. I I get. We'll see. Uh, so this PG thirteen movie released in August first, nineteen ninety seven, with a budget of forty million and a gross of just shy of fifty five million. It is like it was in... left to die in August. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, yeah, for real. Not a good time to release a movie. Action drama horror movie that was nominated for a Razzie. A actually no Razzies. It was nominated for an MTV award of some sort. I won't say the categories, but I will say. It was nominated for a Saturn Award. It was nominated yeah. for a Blockbuster Entertainment Award. And it was nominated for two different Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Yep, that makes sense because you said it was a horror film. There was a lot of PG-13 mm. horror movies back then too. Oh, all right, wait, can I guess? Yeah. I'll, I'll get three again, right? Oh, wait, yeah, no, okay, I'll go, I'll go with this. No, is that rated R or PG-13? Fuck. Okay, never mind. Hold on, I gotta hold off. <laughs> I don't think that was PG thirty. I, I mean, I can I can give you another clue here if everyone wants one more clue. I mean, I, I'm cool if everyone else wants one. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, this is uh, this is help me this right is more now, of a this is more of a film specific clue, but this movie does have an R rated version that was released after for home video. 
but it was PG thirteen in the theater. So like that's nineteen ninety seven. Yes. Nineteen ninety seven. That seems like it would be too much money. Yeah, it's like I I had I, 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 I have a guess. This but isn't a guess because it's rated R, but I was like, I know what you did okay, last time. Okay, here's a mistake. It was that, but then I was like, wait, no, it's not fucking. It's not. Oh wait, now I have another guess too. <laughs> oh, I have a... I'm gonna actually guess. Oh wait, no, it made, that movie made way more money. Go ahead, guess. Everyone's gonna do this. I have a guess. No. Wait. Mm, you have. <laughs> I give up. What were the category? I mean, what were the what were the um. August first, nineteen ninety-seven, PG thirteen, budget of forty, just shy of fifty-five worldwide. Drama. Action drama horror. Action drama. Action drama. On okay. VHS, DVD, and Laserdisc, it got a rated uh, R director's Laser cut. Disc. It got a rated R director's cut. Uh, Resident okay, Evil. so incorrect. I think that came out later. I so I was it, yeah. asking for the genre because I'm like, if it had any sci-fi in it, I'm still going to throw out this guess because it's the only thing that makes sense to me in terms of low grossage and it being horror i'm gonna say the faculty incorrect it's rated r, it's rated r. that's what i was, was gonna rated say r from the say, yes disturbing behavior yeah. rated r like all those movies like rated r so it's like i have to i have to erase all those out of my mind because i saw all those scream was around the same time i think it was like 98 maybe nine, yeah i thought like, scream too but that was definitely rated r like straight yeah they're all rated r. they're all rated r yes all right like, all i'm gonna take movies. a guess and it might be a waste of a guess because i feel like it shouldn't have cost this much money to make. But my my guess is going to be Donnie Darko. Incorrect. Rated R. Rated R. Is it rated R? The, the, rated R. the yep. theater version? Yeah. I think, yeah. Because I knew they came out with a, that second version. Yep. It was rated R. Um, fuck. How many guesses does everyone have left in this round? I, have I feel like I have two. Uh, maybe, how many, uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if we I'll have say three, I have then I've got two left. I'll, I'll say I have one. I don't know. I think I only guessed once. But... I won't use them, but I... <laughs> uh... I'll only guess one more time anyways, but... Yeah, I don't have much to go off of, so I don't think I'm going to... PG-13 is the hardest thing. All right. This is too early for AVP, right? Oh, my way God. I think Okay. I mean, I think it's way too early. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's too uh, early. No, I think that's around that. Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's it too early. No, I feel like I it feel came like out AVP came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is the guy that I hate in this movie who played the Joker in the Zack Snyder movies? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jared Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto. Uh... Also, I feel like yeah. AVP would also get the the sci-fi tag. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, true. Thinking... True. Uh, I don't know. AVP might not have. It the two antagonists are both aliens. I know, but They're it wasn't. Both. I don't actually that that movie might not have got the horror tag because it was just straight them duking it out. Wait, there's no way it's the ring because I feel like the ring came out Ooh. later. But like the, the ring did not make fifty four million. The ring did really really well. Like that yeah, was. Yeah, I think all the horror films. I also films, don't think the ring would have cost that much money to make. No, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah but but that movie like, like I'm not, did well. I'm not a horror guy, but I feel like all the horror films, with the exception of the faculty that I can think of, were all movies that did well and. Oh, so, around that time period was like Disturbing Behavior, Scream, The Faculty. Like those were the big R-rated horror movies during that time period. Like because that was like my genre during then. PG thirteen. 
I don't know Pretty Tarantino. Forty million dollars to make, and barely made back the budget. Barely. Yeah, I'll I'll go to the next round. I give up. I don't have any more guesses at this point. Yeah, I got nothing. Is this? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm gonna throw one more guess out there. 1997. There's a movie I'm thinking of. It's a horror, but I can't remember the name of it. I'm gonna go with. Signs. Oh, good guess. Signs also made a lot of money, and also I think would get a sci-fi tag. I'm I'm just at the point where I know you're throwing things out. Yeah, yeah. I think Signs did very well. I'm pretty sure Signs was like 2000. I wasn't sure if Signs was one of those movies that everyone liked after. Signs is 02. No, I I remember like Signs. I feel like a lot of people like some people didn't like it, but like I feel like most people that I saw it with like enjoyed it. Are we moving on? Yep. Yes. So, this PG-13 August 1st, 1997 film with a budget of 40, gross of just over 55 million, basically. Action, drama, horror. Re-released, or when it released on home video, rated R. From New Line Cinema. With a critic score of 17%. And... And a user score of 36%. Yeah, that makes sense with a PG-13 horror movie. That also means that nobody liked it afterwards. Yes. I have a movie from that time period, and like I can't remember the name of the movie. And I know what it's based It's based on, like, uh, oh, is it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a guess, actually. Sure. Do you want to wait until, to see if he's going to give us more? Well, I get three guesses, right? I'll, I'll give it a for Urban Legend. Incorrect. I feel like if I, I give the director, that. it's not going to be beneficial to anyone. No, definitely not for that. For, not for, for a horror movie from the 90s, the late 90s. Unless and it's I, fucking, very poorly. Unless and I feel yeah. like if I give... I mean, obviously any there's actors. a point in here where I don't know who any of these actors are, but I feel like if I give any of the names of people that I do know, it is going to be... I still feel like it's gonna be tough. I will give you the third build actor. Yeah, do that. Okay. I feel like if I do, it's just gonna be whoever says the movie first. Mm. All right. I, I'm kind of lost on this one. So yeah, uh, I think for nothing. I'm... The last time we did this, you gave us Mila Kunis, and it was fucking Max Payne. All right. <laughs> yeah, fair. right. That's true. Actually, yeah. I will give you. I will just give you an actor from the film. Regardless of how much of the film they're in. Okay. Martin Sheehan. Weird. Is it Max Payne? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he Max in Max Payne? Payne? No. Uh, Martin Sheen. A PG-13 horror movie with Martin Sheen. That's, that's a tough one right there. Because he's like a... I feel oh. like this is definitely... Yeah, it's too early because the first we decided the first scream would have come out around then, right? Yeah, and it's not; those are all R. No, 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 Sheen. I know, but then, but I was thinking like, oh, if it's if it's Martin Sheen like as a bit piece, I wonder if it's one of the scary movies. But the scream no movies would have had to come out first. Martin Sheen wouldn't even. I also think the scream movies did well, and it yeah, would have gotten Mar- a comedy tag. Martin Sheen yeah. wouldn't think himself to that. Like he's not like Charlie yeah. Sheen. He's fucking like Apocalypse Now or whatever the. He's like president know, what, of the United States. Late 90s at that point? I don't 
I guess you're right. He still probably wouldn't have. Um. So I, he had to have been confident in that. Actually, movie Charlie because... Sheen was in the scary movies, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he was in like four. Was, yeah. Three or four. Here's what I'm trying to make sense of: is that at the bare minimum, I think Brendan is familiar enough with the film to realize if he were to Agreed. name the top billed actor, he he would be giving it away. That's my. I don't assumption. know if he would though at this point. With Martin Sheen, now I'm lost because like Man, I've I can't... seen this movie. There's a clue. Yeah, I mean that means nothing because that's so I mean, far. Like, that means there's some sort of romance in this movie. I mean, I think I can confidently say I think all of us have seen this movie. Oh, God yeah, damn it. but if it's no, that, it was only another movie. line of thinking. But there's no reason that all of us would have seen the movie that I was thinking of. If we all haven't seen it, we all know this movie. I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. Because I was like, I was watching fucking our movies back then. Because I was oh, like, 1997. But that should still have a comedy tag to it. What were you thinking? 1997. And the director would... Never mind. Martin Sheen. I can give you... It was So I'll I'll let you guys know that I was thinking Mars Attacks. Oh, that's what you get. Yeah, I think it would also have a... I it can give you... The director would, and, would point us... And a sci-fi to... tag, I think. Yeah. I feel like that made more than 50, though, unfortunately. Like, it I... didn't do well, I know that. It didn't do well, but I don't think 50... Yeah. I can give Alex. you artists that appeared on the movie soundtrack. Sure. I'm interested in that. I don't think it's an album, I, but I'm interested I was in a big, it. I was a big soundtrack guy back then, so this could work in my opinion. I'm just going to read the bands involved or musicians involved, not titles, in order of how this is listed. Orbital. Incubus. Marilyn Manson. Silverchair. Metallica. The Prodigy. Huh. Filter. Oh, is it the... 808 State versus Manson? That's it. Uh, PG, PG-13 oh, is like, ruining this whole thing for me. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I... And I probably saw, I probably saw it because I, I don't think I was old enough to fucking see R-rated movies at that point by myself at the theater. Trivia. This actor, not Martin Sheen, a different actor, ate live wax worms on pizza for this film he then vomited immediately after the take was wrapped. Random. Quote from the movie. I'm going to cut you into 50 pieces and mail you to every state. Still nothing. Cut the quote. 50 pieces. I'm going to start reading more movie quotes. Yeah, I'm like, very curious. (laughs) What a pretty little dress. I wonder if if she's it in my size. I can't read the next one. I think that's uh, my, I can't read that. Give it away. Well, like, where did you get these movies from? Like, what made you find, like, were you looking for something in particular? Or just what do you mean, like... Todd? They, they're all connected. There was a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. What's next? What's happening now? Oh, that's true. I didn't even, I completely forgot that. About is that is not what's happening. <laughs> I have, I have ways. I have system. ways of doing this. Do you ask AI? Pick me three movies. 
Is it AI? <laughs> no. That was like 99 or 2000. I'm just I'm just kidding. That movie's so yeah. good. It wasn't a horror movie either, was it? No. Uh, quote, <laughs> imitating Jimmy Stewart, uh, well, well, every time someone farts, a demon gets his wings. Farts twice. Oops, twins. Wait, that's like from the oh, movie? And this is not yes. a comedy you're selling me. I know. I keep wanting it to be like Men in Black. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like dogma-ish, which doesn't make sense. Not a horror movie. Yeah, I don't think. Also, I don't also, think Martin. Oh, he said he said if we if I told you the director, it wouldn't matter. Like, yeah, tell us the director. We, we know the director of Dogma. We know. Sure, we know, I'll okay. tell you the director. Let me go back. The director was Mark A. Z. Dippy. Oh, okay, I got it. You made that up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's Dippe. I don't know. It's D I P P E with a accent over it. Brian's really leaning to this bed. He's like making up a spelling and everything. Uh, let's see. Mark A. Z. Dippe was born in 1956. No, in Tokyo, he is known for this movie. Jurassic Park and The Abyss. What uh, his what his, his roles in those other movies were not directing, obviously. Okay. Abyss is so good, too. I forgot about that movie. That's James Cameron. That's like one of his first ones. Wow, what's the Cameron and Spielberg, and he made whatever this is? Yeah. Fart the fart demon movie. <laughs> Oops, twins. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> 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 All right, give, it, give us another actor because I don't think any of us are ever going to get this. I forgot that we got an actor to begin with. <laughs> I know. Sheen's in this movie. I know. It doesn't make sense. Uh, let's see. Can I give you. Martin Sheen's in the here? Fart Demon movie. He's one, that's his line. Who can I give you? Who He's the one that delivers the, the masterpiece of Oops Twins. Oops <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Brandon, uh, Brandon sure. Quinn Poe, he goes, every time a fart, a demon gets his wing. I, I feel like you could give us Twins. a big name in this movie and we might still not even know this, it. This movie also has John Leguizamo in it. Oh, is it Spawn? It is indeed Spawn. This is why I don't I give spawn. you actors. There you go. There you go. I it mean, is, I wouldn't have And it's John Leguizamo that says... He's a bad guy. Because he's, he's clown. Yeah, yeah. I was reading uh, clown quotes. Those were the quotes. Wait, that movie was PG-13? See, I would have never guessed that movie was PG-13. It, that uh, wouldn't even been on my radar. It, it got uh, a radar release yes. after. Yeah, I was gonna say. See that I wouldn't have uh, guessed that. Where did it say? Hi, did Mike get both of them? This is a like. Never mind. What would you say? Mike got a point. Mike get, yeah, he did got he get both? Did he get Mike both is though? Mike is going for did the sweep. Okay, here we go. Mike is going for the sweep here. Uh, me number three. Well, Martin Sheen was the third ranked actor in that film. Yeah. yeah I don't know who he played in. I don't remember any. I only remember that John Leguizamo was there. That's Did we all see Spartan? What was, what was he? We've all seen this movie, right? Seen it. Yeah. I've definitely Michael, seen it. You know Michael John White's in that movie. Okay, so if I you said Michael John White, like, that would have rang a bell. That's the only thing that would ring a bell, I think. I mean, John Leguizamo plays fucking Clown. No, I know. Does he voice Violator 2 or no? No, he plays Clown in fucking prosthetics. Isn't the clown? Isn't his name Violator? Isn't the yeah. clown's name Violator? I mean, they're they're the same thing. They're the same thing. They're like two like, different 
entity, like two different like v- v- visual things. Like, oh, cl- clown is like a big, big dude. Yeah, I know. Violator's I know, like but the in, big in, skinny like I don't know demon thingy. I don't know. In my mind, if you would show me a picture of the clown from Spawn and said, "What's that character's name?" I would have been like, "Oh, I think it's Violator." Like that's just how it's in my head. Fair. Uh, let me just pull this up because we added a new information for the movies. Okay. Movie number three, tier three points. This, what did what did we decide on the last one? We did uh, rating, rating, rating in year? Rating year and budget gross? Is that what yeah. we did? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think so. This PG-13 movie oh. released in 2011. Todd, again, you were saying, uh, and you knew the last movie. You just couldn't get the answer. So. Yeah, but I just don't watch PG-13 movies. Okay. <laughs> I, right. You said PG-13, and you told us the movie was Spawn, and I still cannot make Spawn a PG-13 movie in my life. Right, 97, they were more lenient? I don't fucking know. No. This PG-13 movie released in 2011 with a budget of $50 million and a gross of $110 million. So that's a great success. A great success. Wait, what was the year again? 2011. 2011. 2011. I already forget. I I lost all the information. 2011 PG 13. Budget 50 million, like 110. 50, 110, yeah. 50, 110. So, it, yeah. It, 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 at least it double. Yeah. It was a success. Oh, PG 13. Fuck, I keep on. It, it, every time I think of a movie, Actually, I'm like. Not necessarily, because it's not 1. necessarily. 5, right? 1.5 is what you're gunning for. Yeah. 2011 PG 13, not quite a success. Did made money, but not quite a bang up job. Um, date wise, I believe this is wrong, but I feel like throwing out a guess. I'm gonna say Speed Racer. Incorrect. What was it again? 2011. Oh, yeah. So. Yes. Speed Racer was probably 09 now that I think about it. I feel like Speed Racer didn't make any money. I don't think anyone was seeing that movie. It did it not did do okay. well. It didn't do well? I don't think so. I think it was I considered a theaters. I don't know who that audience I was there. Was All right, so the movie's 1997. It's a horror. It has Martin Sheen. <laughs> 2011 I have to do things in terms of MCU because like that's just the way the world works but I also think oh, that yeah, we'll do MCU numbers for I think like the last year, couple right? Harry Potter films were coming out around that time which that's what I was trying to do up. that's what I was trying to do is see if it could be one of the later Harry Potter movies that was just no like, those those movies to... made way more than 110 those, yeah. though yeah. yeah but all of those movies made over like two to three hundred there's no way they're even in the running for it yeah, the Harry Potters and um, I forget which Twilight movie would have been out. I think that's around the time of Captain America because Captain America was the last one before 2012's Avengers. Uh, but that's all I got. Well, I thought that Captain America, all those movies did really well. They did not. I mean, I don't, I'm not 100%. No, they did like 200, 200 million. That might be true. 
Dark World would have been in there, right? Dark World, no, Dark World is after Avengers. Um, I'm gonna go with. I have zero. I have no guess. I have nothing. Are we moving on to tier two points? I'm I'm good with that. If you guys are, I'll give one more clue for this tier since no one seems to have anything to say. This movie was nominated for six Oscars. Oh wow, good for them. So you can rule out a lot of the things you've been saying. I don't even know. PG-13 in the Oscar running. Oh! What year is it? 2001? No, that's definitely not that year. I don't know. I've got nothing. Yeah, I'll just go to the second thing. Yeah, just go to it. Okay. Uh, this movie, this PG-13 Oscar nam- nominated film was released on September 23rd, 2011 with a budget of $50 million, with a gross of $110 million. Uh, this biography drama from Sony Pictures. Hey. Hmm? Ray? No. I'm leaving one genre tag off because I feel like it is too specific. I will reveal it on the final point. Ray was PG-13 though, right? I can't even, I don't even know now. Probably. It might have been PG, but I feel like it was PG-13. Yeah, it's gotta be PG-13. Unless, so I'm no, that doesn't make sense. That movie came out way before that. What, what were you gonna guess? Well, so I'm I said Ray. Ray must have been PG thirteen because of all the. Uh, I was gonna say death. I was like, you know what? I might be thinking what? about Dewey Cox. I might be thinking about Dewey Cox's what, brother walk, dying. Walk the line. Is it walk? Yeah, yeah walk hard or yeah. Walk no, hard. walk the line. What the real one? I'm talking about walk the real oh, one. The real one. But... Incorrect. Cool. All right. The one that, like, um, Joaquin Phoenix and, and uh, didn't he get nominated for that? Probably. Anyway, um, what I was going to, what I was getting at was, um, when I started thinking about Dewey Cox, I'm like, is it possible that Brendan is leaving out the comedy tag? Because if he said that, it would be like, oh, biography, whatever, it must be Dewey Cox. Um, Dewey Cox didn't get nominated but for I, I don't... I don't. Oh yeah, it's true. I forgot about the Oscar noms. Well, you was gonna last. say I was gonna say he might be leaving out like a like fighting tag, like martial arts tag. Is it Ali? Oscar. Incorrect. What you? What you said? Twenty eleven, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't do Ali. Ali came out like Ali might earlier than like that. Three yeah. oh three oh four. Oh, was it that uh, late? Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That was also like early. That's, that's all my guesses. That's what I thought too. That's all my guesses. Did I guess oh. anything this round besides almost saying Dewey Cox? I don't think so, right? No. Why do we? Why were we picking? It, it was just biography, right? That you said biography. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, see, I forgot I... about biography then. So that was just a dumb guess. 
Um, Biography Journal, 2011. Oh my god, how did how did I fuck this up? I, I don't get any more guesses right now, right? Probably don't have anything. Your mic's mic is closing on tier two, Dom. That should have made more money. That's too late. Um, I think I, I feel like I have a guess, but I feel like it might be past the window of what I want to guess. But I don't have any more guesses this round. So um, yeah, I'm probably just gonna pass. I don't. All right. One point eligibility. This 2011. September 23rd, 2011, PG-13 movie, 50 million budget, 110 million gross, biography, drama, one more thing, uh, Sony Pictures, with a Rotten Tomato score of 94% critic, 86 score audience. It's not 8 Mile, is it? Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what year that was. movie came out in like, like 2000. Yeah, I don't know. 2003. I okay. Uh... This movie has Chris Pratt in it. 2011 Chris Pratt? Uh, was he a stand-in? The young Chris Pratt. I mean, he's not a top-billed actor. I'll, I will tell you that. It's a young Chris Pratt. That was before Take Me Home Tonight. I think. The biography thing I gotta keep in my head. I keep on like going to other movies, and then I'm like... Final genre tag is sport. Oh, I know it's Moneyball. Fuck, Mike. Mike said it first. Mike gets the fucking sweep. Let's it is go. indeed Moneyball. I never saw that movie. I wouldn't fucking know. Wait, really? Uh, I didn't know it was in that, that movie. That uh, leaves the week with Dom at 42, Todd at 31, Mike at 26. Mike with the sweep gaining ground on Todd. What was the second movie again? Spawn. Spawn. Uh, it was The Revenant, Spawn, Moneyball. Spawn. So you got I was trying to trying to Leo, connect them all to yeah, Brad, Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I, I fucked up. Yeah, I, I knew it too. I was and like a movie I, in between going... that's not connected to the either of them. I had I I had predicted that you guys were going to get Revenant quickly and then assume that all the movies were gonna either have Brad Pitt or, or Leo or whatever something. No, don't give us don't give us your fucking method now. Like there's it's no way. It's different like, every week. It's not the same. No, no, no. It's, same. it's different every week. I get different <laughs> ways of con concocting this setup. Sometimes they won't be related at all. I also thought it was funny towards the end of the episode, Todd brought the Revenant up, and I was like, "Fuck, do I need to switch these movies around?" And then I, I said, "No, nah, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna let it ride." Um, I would have never guessed that though. But anyways, that uh, just about does it for this week's episode. Episode 236, uh, PTC Movie Club, Passing Floor Podcasts. I don't know. Follow us everywhere. Listen to us. Leave us a review. Do all those lovely things. Share us on social media. Make sure you follow everyone here. At Be Groom. At Is Michael that a three-hour episode? And that's like, a long fucking episode. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the, we, uh... the, movie game, the movie game was very long. That took yeah, way longer than than anything else i'm pretty sure we wrapped up the episode at about like a minute uh, an hour 30 something and yeah so movie game we got to figure out how to streamline that a little bit more uh until next time <laughs> <laughs>